0: Welcome to The Outpost Frequencies, brought to you by TheLastMovieOutpost.com, where you can get all of your movie news, reviews, and everything cool about film. Uh, I did say that I was on my Todd, which apparently is a British expression, because Yoda's never heard of it and thought I was making it up, but uh, I'm not on my Todd, because Yoda is here with me. Uh, Yoda? yep, Yoda. Earth calling Yoda. Yes. Hey, buddy, how... How's it going? How do You I, look fresh and I, bright.
1: I worked all day yesterday on a Saturday, and I want to die.
0: How are you doing? Working, working on a Saturday it should be illegal. On a Sunday, be, but it's not, and for the rest of the week, really. <laughs> um, no, yes, yes, So you've had a very busy week, but you've managed to join me. So thank, thanks for, thanks for coming along. Well,
1: you, you looked, you looked a little. Uh your, There was a little subtext in your Slack messages, like I'm, i going to do it all alone, guys. But, but if anybody wants to join me, you can. Please don't nobody, read. What nobody wants I to join around. me. Well, that's all right. I'll do. I'll do okay on my own.
0: Thing. I was fine to do it. I was fine to do it on my own. I'll I was fine. Okay. I, right. I can, I can hear the plaintiff wail in your voice in your text. I can. It's like you said last week. I love the sound of my own voice, so I was quite <laughs> happy to sit here and and converse with myself because oh, who you know. <laughs> um. So it's an open bar tonight. Uh, there's no real theme or anything. Uh, that we can talk about some of the bits and pieces coming out. We've only got three washers, and I think two of them are me. And probably the other one's you. Um, no, it's not me. <laughs> so, I mean, let's let's talk about bits and pieces that have come out this week. Like, for example, have you seen the new She-Hulk? I, <laughs> God damn it.
1: Uh, yeah, I, 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 it was... You know, I mean, I, I guess... I just am sad about what you know. I watched the original Incredible Hulk. Hi. I'm kind of going through the earlier versions of the MCU. I don't know why. I just
0: kind of hang on, on, hang on. Is that the Eric Banner one or the, no, um, the Edward Norton one?
1: Edward Norton one. Norton one. And I look at what he was, Bruce Banner as a character was going through in that, and how he was being. You know, like he gets to a college campus and like the entire army comes roaring in with tanks mm. and. Giant sound machines and 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 all this kind of stuff, and they had to kill him
0: basically they're
1: there to yeah kill him. well they yeah. want to take him hostage, but they want to you know turn him into but, a... yeah you
0: know
1: and just put him up against the wall, just keep draining the blood out of him yeah. and uh, and then he's he's on the run in in Brazil and then you get to avengers and he's in this you know really shitty part of the world where he's trying to help people but not you know hulk out and then shield comes after him and then Loki puts him through all kinds of stuff, right? And then over the course of time, he's just, you know, like, it was, I think it was, his, it culminated in Age of Ultron, you know, where he was like, I, he and, he and Nat having this conversation where they can't be together. And yeah. And he can't, you know, get excited. They make a mention that in the very first Hulk, he can't even have sex because, you know, he'll, he and now you get to
0: there is a great little gif about that. Which just search for it if you haven't seen it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but now you get to She Hulk, and he's just this joke on a spaceship heading to Sakar, as, you know doing arrow horns, and and the Hulk thing is apparently no big deal. It's just a thing that might have that. It's like, wait, I
0: mean, MC has really say- fallen, hasn't it? Well, you know, he has been through all the stuff, like you say, with Age of Ultron. He lost Natalie. He lost his friends. He, you know, had the Hulk take over and everything else. But I mean, to be fair, he's never been cackled, so True. you know, we we don't really know I, I how difficult life is. Sir. I, stand
1: <laughs> it I I is... honestly, I mean, you know, I I guess you could say he's kind of as a character, he's kind of earned this. You know, to have a happy life, he's certainly been through enough. But it also, from a viewer standpoint, it just it makes the MCU. It, see it feels like the MCU has been turned into a joke, and not just because of the political nonsense, uh, which is a big part of it, of course. But I mean, all this other stuff. It's like they don't they don't even take their universe seriously anymore. Well, Robert Downey I, this... got out when the getting was good.
0: I hope he didn't come back. Yeah, that's right. He he, he chose the best course, dying. Yeah. Him before, before and Chris Evans. are What well, were good. you saying? I was going to say, you say that, though, but I mean, Iron Man is about to be emasculated by a black young girl who becomes... Yeah, Bernhard. I know.
1: The, the, and, the wildly successful Ironheart series from 2019.
0: But just whenever. the whole... The, the problem has been, is, is Disney in emasculating the men? It happened to Luke... Um, You know, Luke Skywalker, because he got killed off and he was replaced with Ray, and he was just turned into a pathetic, weak man who couldn't be bothered to fight for anything or any cause or anything else. And then it happened to Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan was kind of the Princess Leia show and how he was dominated by a 10 year old young girl. Um, most, of, you know, Hawkeye has been replaced with a, with a young female now. Um, like I say, Iron Man's going to be doing the same. Captain America was replaced with Captain Britain, you know, in in that uh, Doctor Strange multiverse matter. And so the emasculation of all the men is just seems to be what Phase 4 has been all about. Yes,
1: I agree. I think we've all pointed that out. What I'm saying is is that the unfortunate side effect of all this is that it's turned the MCU into an unserious property. Now you say, mm. Oh what, it was a serious property with all these superheroes and, and nonsense going on. A guy with you know gets a bunch of uh, jewelry and he snaps. Yeah, but they treated it. They treated, mm. you know, the the characters of that world treated their situation seriously. Yeah. Excuse me, yes, the, the MCU was always a little bit jokey, a little bit lighter, yeah. but it was A little bit lighter-hearted, yeah. But it wasn't... But the situations were not treated in an unserious manner. And mm. you, 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 as a joke, but I mean, I think it's a really good indication. It's like, I have been told by men, you know, I've been mansplained and catcalled. It's like, that's not a serious person who looks... Who I mean... You would assume that Jennifer Walter was either blipped or lived through the blip. Five years, hmm. we saw an end and and lost
0: people, and yeah,
1: was it was not a it was not a nice world that that we came to it five years later, right? I mean, it was kind of people were, it was rough, and if you would live through that, talking about mansplaining and catcalls, I, I mean, how am I how am I supposed to take you seriously? Even forget about today's. Are our, our, our real world conflicts just within yeah. the confines of the story? It's like you, you don't even care about your own story, you don't have any reverence for your own stories anymore. So, you don't care about what's happened, you don't care, you don't, you're just unserious people have taken over these properties and they have unserious problems and they don't understand. How to how to create any tension or any drama or any stakes. So now I'm going or, or any
0: character, any character development, or, yeah. or or kind of anything really.
1: The only reason I'm have any feelings now towards the Phase Four of the MCU is what it's doing to the stuff that I did care about. But if but in its own world, in its own logic, I don't care about the Eternals. I don't, no. care about Moon oh, no. I don't care about Moon Knight. I don't care about. I cared a little bit about Hawkeye. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier kind of made me not care about it.
0: Wanda I didn't Vision. even finish. I didn't even finish Hawkeye. Yeah. Just.
1: I, I mean, uh, Shang Chi. I can't even. Uh, you know, all of it. It's just like I. You have taken away whatever passion I had for these things. The things that made mm. me passionate about it, and turned it into complete indifference, which is the worst thing you can have, right? Yeah. And I know we sit here for the last 20
0: minutes talking about
1: it, so clearly we're indifferent. But
0: uh, <laughs> well, but the, the, the problem is, is, like you say, is when you're vested in something, I mean, let's come back to what Disney have done with Star Wars. Again, they just keep pumping out these things. And somebody said that the more you add to something, the less special it becomes. Yeah. You know, if if, if somebody makes Supply if, if Lamborghini... Man, baby. If, if Lamborghini makes a car and they only make fifty in the world, it's like that is very special. But then if they churn out another hundred a couple of years later, that's just completely devalue the original ones. And yeah, none of I the mean, none of the stuff has been like particularly any good. Like I say, Mando, you know, season two has been a highlight. But I mean, um, Obi wan and um, well, see, Boba Fett, it's why just content.
1: Did you care about Mando though. I mean, you talk about, and and I grant you, it's hard not to have that emotional rush when Luke came on. But really, you know what really got to me in Mando season two? It's when he took off his helmet for Baby Yoda. It was the drama and the stakes and the characters that they created
0: within its own story. Not relying on the past. No, I mean, like I say, yeah, obviously, you know, we had that moment with Luke. But, yeah, you cared about the the relationship that they had. It was a father and son relationship, whether they were adopted or, you know, in in that adopted situation. Which they completely
1: ruined at Boba Fett by just bringing him back three weeks later.
0: And, uh, (laughs) yeah, I know. I mean, there's so much we could talk about because, I mean, I know Kathleen Kennedy is...
1: They couldn't even wait for their own season three. For Christ's sake, they had to do it in another series and they think well and, everybody's going to watch the ip well are they sooner or later i mean because you know there there's look our generation ain't getting any younger
0: okay <laughs> so and, eventually we will all die out and the new generation will take over right
1: but my the, point the,
0: is tick tockers and things
1: my point is is that these kids that there there there's less and less kids growing up with that moment that yeah. property, that thing that hit them when they were kids—they're getting yeah. leftovers from previous generations. I mean, I just don't have like my mom. Her favorite movie in the entire world is Bambi, the the, okay. the with the deer, right? Yeah. Fair play to her, but she also saw it when she was when she was a kid, and it was a, for the most part, a brand new property. It was everybody was talking about it. It was in the zeitgeist, yeah. right? When we. We're kids. We saw Star Wars. We saw Back to the Future. We were really lucky to see what we did. That's the one I call the Spielberg era, right? Oh, yeah. From 75 to 93. I think I call that the Spielberg era. And it is just one new IP after another of things that really affected us. Iconic greatness.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Now, my daughter has the Harry Potters, maybe the Lord of the Rings.
0: Mm.
1: Although she was pretty young, she was born in 2002. So, so yeah. and 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 she didn't really take to the Lord of the Rings like I mean, if anything, that was more of a Gen X property holdover because we had been reading that story when we were kids, right? It was a yeah. big deal back in the D and D out and all
0: that. I but remember somebody saying that now. there are there are two types of people before the movie came out. They said there's two types of people when it comes to Lord of the Rings: people who have enjoyed the book and people who have yet to enjoy the book.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But now, I mean, I look more and more. All they're doing is recycling badly. All these old properties. Speaking of Lord of the Rings,
0: uh, can't Uh wait for
1: that destruction. Uh, I'm trying to decide whether I'm even going to try to watch. I'm really, I'm really on the fence. I mean, like, if I do, it'll be for this, and I'll wait till all the episodes (laughs) are out, and then we'll just have a hate talk about it, and then move on.
0: It, it's, it is horrible to say because I don't want to go into it immediately thinking I'm going to hate it. And I, I, I'm trying to keep an open mind towards it. But, I mean, just today I saw a, a quote from Lenny Henry, who's a, a, a black comedian over in the UK. Um, he's been known for many years. but Back in the 80s, he was he was great. He used to do stand-up comedy and stuff and sketches. um, And then he got famous for doing things like comic relief. Over here, which is where they host, you know, celebrity things and raise money for charity. Um, and he's so Lenny Henry now, but he was saying about he's very proud that old that these um treatments of of older works are now including, you know, people of color and everything else. And it's kind of, why, why, why are you proud of this? Because at the end of the day, it was written. By a white guy, you know, in a in a white society, you know, where there weren't any uh, minorities. And I kept thinking, if if there was a story about, you know, um well, a, a classic example of this is Forty Seven Ronin with um Keanu Reeves, how you you know, you've got this Japanese story, but they put this American guy in there to make it more appealing. And it's kind of that's really bad. <laughs> you know, well, I it's, mean, it's kind of
1: the same thing. It's an example You're just of putting the, people uh... in for it. It's the, it's the example of the unseriousness the idea is is that we were racist back in the day we don't want now but they haven't adjusted their thinking at all to the idea of merit and, and yeah. that sort of thing so their thinking is basically the same racist thinking I don't want this person in my movie because he's black 1950 yeah. uh, 2022 I want this person in my movie because he's black because he's black yeah well I'm sorry you're just as racist as before so here's your hood okay? Don't, don't pretend that you're not just as racist because you're only judging the person's worth as a person by his skin color.
0: And you or, just, you just or, decided
1: that in the new trend is you know, black is the new white. That's
0: what it is. Or it's the other way around. Like, for example, coming back to She-Hulk, you're only getting this job because you're a female and you're a female writer.
1: Well, and she's, she's also green. I don't know if you knew that. There's not a lot no, of good actresses out there. So that was. No, 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 no. no. I can kind of. I was kinda, talking, about the, I I was go talking a, about
0: the writer. I was uh, talking I about know, the writer, I not know, the actor. I, I know. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, again, she's openly admitted that she had no idea how to write tense courtroom drama. And you're thinking, this is called She Hulk Attorney. Why, at law. Why
1: don't you get the guy who and, did Law and Order for 25 years?
0: Yeah, exactly. You, know, and <laughs> you it's, know, but obviously you can't do that now because, like you say, you the, the people in whatever kind of ism it is, they can't show any ism, and so they have to employ somebody who is literally judged by the either the skin tone or the sex that they are, but not by the accomplishments that they've yeah, done or the, whether they're any good
1: for the job. They're The same cavemen that we had back then, the, the same <laughs> racist cavemen have institutional power. They just decide to hate their own skin color instead of somebody else's and and, and <laughs> yeah. unfortunately they're not going to give up their power so in their own way they're still treating blacks badly they treating people of color badly it's like, like you why know, we're supposed to be all just freaking people i thought that was the lesson yeah but apparently yeah. you can't figure it out
0: yet still so we in, end up in- with She-Hulk <laughs> In other things that have been new, have you been watching the new um, Oh House of Dragons? So I'm
1: I I listened. I watched to, the first
0: episode. I haven't seen the second one
1: yet. I haven't watched it yet, and um, no, no, no. i I was gonna wait. The, the problem I have with Game of Thrones, I mean, besides that it shit the bed, is that it is <laughs>
0: yeah right at the end.
1: It is so dense, and it is so it's kind of like Better Call Saul. I mean, there's so much going mm. on, and if I wait. A week in between and have all kinds of stuff fall out of my brain in between because I'm getting older and it's (laughs) just full. I've slept since then. What happened last
0: week? Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I
1: I would prefer to binge a a show like that. That's fair enough. Um, enough. But my Ben Shapiro seemed to really like it. And um, although he he tends not to be as hard on things as, as, say, Nerd Roddick, who is just basically, I mean, I get. Like I agree with a lot of nerd, what nerdrotic says, but I get tired of the buzzwords. Uh and today yeah. in the MCU, as we see in the MCU, I was like, okay, yeah. I get it, I get it. You know, you're yeah, not making yeah, us, yeah. you're not, you're not convincing
0: anybody. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to. Yeah. Um, I like I said, the first episode I thought it was quite good. I, he I said kind it was of
1: good, and and I'm like going, okay, well, if they do it right, maybe I'll give it a shot. I
0: feel, I feel sorry for Matt Smith because matt smith i think is a is a fantastic actor but he did you see him manager, in morbius well that's the thing his manager is needs to be fired and needs to be getting in better roles because i mean in morbius he was kind of chewing the scenery and just yeah. having fun yeah and it was kind of like he i think he was the only person who, i mean it's funny because jared leto obviously very you know takes things very very seriously when he does a role and stuff whereas matt smith is sort of thinking Getting paid a beer. I'm fine. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> you what know. a fucking superhero vampire movie. <laughs> like, give yeah, me you my know, check. Like, and let
1: me have some fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I mean, he was in what was his Well, Terminator. Was it Genesis or one of the Terminator movies? Yeah, and again, I he kind of was. A,
1: I, was he like. Was he the John Connor character? I can't was, remember. I can't
0: remember. remember. I <laughs>
1: Honestly, I didn't know much about him until Morbius. And then I was kind of like, oh, yeah, him. He's been in this and that. And then I found out his he was Doctor of Doc- Who. And, and, yeah, his
0: series of Doctor Who was brilliant. Yeah. I, I, I loved his little thing was he would kind of put something on like a fez. And he, um, I what's his name, Karen Gillingham, I think it was, was sort of saying, are you wearing a fez? He's going, yeah, I wear a fez now. Fez are cool. And he would just sort of like, he would like have a bow tie on. He's going, yeah, I wear bow ties now. Bow ties are cool. And like I say, his Doctor Who was brilliant. And it was a really, really good series. And like I say, I think he is an amazing actor. It is a shame to just see, or, or I say that in this new um, House of Dragons, I was going to say, rings of the new House of Dragons. He is really good because he's playing quite a good, bad guy that so far you can really get your teeth into. Uh, which is always a good sign. Um, yeah, I, you know, I always...
1: heard he was a he was the best thing in it. Is, um, what I heard as far as acting and and interesting character. You want to know more about what's going to happen
0: with him? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they've always said. I've, I've said this a million times before, but they've always said with them. Um, James Bond, you know, James Bond is only as good as the bad guy. If you've got a good bad guy you can get your teeth into, it's fantastic. Whereas, you know, some of them are quite instantly forgettable because it's just a sort of generic bad guy. Yeah, um,
1: Shapiro said, and I hadn't really thought of this before, but I had to kind of shake my head and go, yeah, that's right. The worst thing about Game of Thrones was the White Walk. Because it's really just, it's a zombie apocalypse coming. And then they kill him and it's over. And there was nothing mm-hmm. interesting about the White Walkers because they were just undead coming they were they were a storm they were a hurricane coming yeah no character to hurricane and all the interesting stuff was all the intrigue and and the gamesmanship between the Lannisters and Targaryens and you know Mm. Starks and everything that was going on you know all the infighting and and all the weirdness the
0: the infighting and the inbreeding
1: and the inbreeding yeah (laughs) And, uh, you know, that's, and he's right. That stuff was the most, most interesting thing. Mm. Um, who's going to end up, I mean, nobody cared how they're going to f- kill the white walkers, quite honestly. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, Cause they were still no mean, busy fighting.
1: The, the only reason people care is because they figured out the, the, the absolute stupidest way to do it, but the, <laughs> the who is going to end up on the iron throne. That's what everybody cared about. And again, they shit to the bed because they figured out the absolute last person that you would have wanted off the throne to do it. The, 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 the retard who the blind retard with the wheelchair, yeah. or whatever.
0: but, um, <laughs> <I'm horrible. laughs> it was no, but it was, it was, it, it again, it's one of those series that was so good. There were such was. epic moments in it. And then just towards the end, it just really just, ah, oh, it just pulled the rug from out of you and See, it just left you feeling. Thing-
1: the other thing, George, with this series, I'm like, I've been hurt before,
0: yeah. You know, that's why I've always been dubious. I know I did the reviews yeah. of like Obi Wan and stuff, and I was quite harsh in it, but like I say I've been full before, it's you like, know. And
1: it's like this time it's the husband coming back, I swear I'll never hit you again, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I you believe one it. More time, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it's such a shame, um, with it. And like I say, because I mean, Andor's coming out soon as well, and again, I'm just sort of. I'm just completely nonplussed by it. I'll...
1: I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm completely uninterested in new Star Wars content, which really bugs me because Star Wars yeah. was when Star Wars was just Star Wars, and even after the prequels came out, but that was it. It was a, it was not movies I watched. It was places I went.
0: Yeah. You know yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, I still remember. I'm just going to harp on about the whole memory thing here. But I mean, I still remember my uh, self and a mate managed to get tickets to the premiere of Revenge of the Sith in London, and they sold tickets which were um, they were going to show all six movies in one day. And I re- I still remember they, they showed four or five and six and then seven um, uh, seven eight nine and then one two and then three was the premiere, and we sat there. Before three started, and we were just sort of sat there going, this is the last time we're going to watch a new Star Wars movie. You wish. you know, and Yeah, no, no, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> back then, was so optimistic. And, but, you know, we sat there, and, and we just, you know, there was a few of us in this row and everything else, and we had some guys behind us who had flown in from America to see it, you know, and, and everything else. And we, you know, and all of us were just sort of really – Oh, man, you know this is the last time we're going to do this. And then I do remember then when Seven came out, Force Awakens came out. Me and my mate were there, and you know we were, and I sort of came out of it thinking it was great. And I think we watched it twice in one day. I mean, we had lunch and went and see it again. And but now, and I just like I say, with the rise of Skywalker, well, Last Jedi is the first Star Wars film I've never owned. I've even got copies of Caravan and Courage and Battle of Endor on on VHS, but the Last Jedi. Just didn't want to buy it and like you say all of a sudden it just it just took everything away from you you know it's what's just, you know
1: what's so maddening about last jedi i i thought about this the other day and i'm, I'm glad you reminded me i wanted to bring this i thought it was a, a fairly brilliant point um you know how we always complain about how they have an interesting idea but the ex- execution is bad mm-hmm. i feel like last jedi is the reverse of that like it's executed really well but they're just bad ideas, They're terrible it's ideas. Not,
0: it's not a badly directed movie. I'll,
1: I'll you give, you I'll, I mean, give he, you. I'll give you an example. I'll give you a prime example. Made me think of this. So in in Last Jedi, they come up with the idea of of communicating through the. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea.
0: <laughs> uh, to, to but how... introducing introducing sort of yeah suddenly yeah. new powers out of nowhere. So how just, did yeah. he,
1: how did he execute? He executed it by never showing them in the same place, but just doing shot reverse, a very simple shot, reverse shot to show them talking to each other. Mm. And then when they got done and one of them, anyway, they're like, she was in the rain and he has a few droplets. on, Right. And that's just a Mm. little thing to show the audience that no, this wasn't a dream or it wasn't a hallucination or anything. This really happened. It's It's a power greater than their own. That's it. That's all they showed. Okay. Whereas, and, and, and I think Ryan Johnson is a good filmmaker. I like Knives Out. Hmm. I like Looper. I think he's a good filmmaker. I think his script was shit as far as the ideas, but the execution of the script was excellent. And that's what makes you, that's what, that's what fools yeah. you about Last Jedi. Yeah. Right? As opposed to J.J. Abrams, who is as subtle as a bowling ball in the face. <laughs> he's, he shows. Them fighting in the same room in two different rooms, like they—they're like she's in the market and he's in his his spaceship. Yeah. And like at one point, they knock over coffee beans, and then you see coffee beans get knocked over on the floor of the and then spaceship. Then he picks up her necklace, doesn't he? And then he immediately the necklace, knows where they are. But then the coffee beans do—they disappear, <laughs> or do they come back? Is there some stormtrooper having to sweep up? God damn these Skype calls. You know, I mean, it's, it's, the hell it's all did you just these yeah. Yeah, and then it's like you can pull stuff across light years. Through the force, you could pull, you know, across the room, across light years, across. It, it all starts falling apart because it was executed so poorly, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the thing that I I was thinking about. It's like Ryan Johnson's a good filmmaker who had, at least for Star Wars, really bad ideas.
0: And then, I see. I still, I still, I'm, I'm still always going to do this. I'm never going to stop doing this, and I will be proven one, one day. I still say it was Kathleen Kennedy because I still say that it was her he wrote who, the script, as, yeah, but as the producer, she is the one who oversaw things. I still get the impression that with the Last I, Jedi, I don't. I, I think Rian Johnson I, was on board for all of it. I think he's no. A, that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I, that's the point I was going to make. <laughs> is with the Last Jedi, J.J. Abrams came back in, and apparently. The Last Jedi is not the movie, not The Last Jedi, The Rise of, Rise of Skywalker. It's not the movie that he wanted to make. And he never said it publicly, but he kind of always implied that he was held back by Disney. Oh, I'm and sure i he think sure No, but what I mean is, is I think Ryan Johnson was kind of like, yeah, fine, I'll write this script. And Kathleen Kennedy was like, yeah, this is what we want to do. We want to kill off Luke and do everything else and whatnot. And he just... You know, was like, yeah, let's change expectations. And everything else, I still say, it was Kathleen Kennedy, though, that is the one that is, well, is I mean, responsible. It's, you know, I mean, filmmaking isn't a, a single point of
1: failure, right? I mean, it's all a collaborative no, no, exactly. effort. And yeah. you know, I mean, obviously, if Ryan Johnson didn't like it, I mean, he could have done what Colin Trevorrow did and just left. Could have done what the two guys uh, who were on Solo, um,
0: yeah, could have left. Oh, Phil, know? yeah, that's why right. Phil, Phil Lord, and Chris yeah. And Chris whatever his name is yeah yeah Chris, I can't of his name now but yeah like it's, it's funny because I mean somebody said about um, uh, Trevorrow the other day and sort of like how his idea didn't obviously fit with Disney's idea and so he walked away or creative differences or whatever it might yeah. be but then he kind of went on to do Jurassic World and I'm, I'm, I watched Jurassic World and sort of think I hmm, don't know Who's dodged the bullet there? Because <laughs> Trevorrow did by not making Star Wars, but then he made Jurassic World, which and if he hadn't made Star well, Wars, the, would they the have been as bad Jur- as
1: those? If, if they had ended it with the first Jurassic World, I'd have been like, oh, that was kind of a nice little trip back. That would have been well, fine. But then they kept on happen. with... I don't think he did Fallen Kingdom.
0: Oh, no, 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 he didn't. didn't. Um, but no, the, yeah, he, you're right He there. did do Dominion. The, yeah.
1: And I think he was I think he was trying some different things, quite frankly to his credit. But uh, you know, I mean it's like, know your audience. Nobody wants to come in and see giant locusts. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to see that. So I mean I, I get it. I think he was trying to I, I I mean, I'm not trying to say that Colin Trevorrow is a fantastic filmmaker. One of his films is, is hot garbage, I that. And uh, it was just roundly booed for it was some it was about some kid who had who was really smart he was trying to solve a mystery or something
0: hang on and, hang on i'll try and find it because i i know one of his movies was absolutely fantastic which was um safety not a guarantee when he yeah. sort of back as a independent guy i mean that's just that's a brilliant movie it's really, yeah but really, I, I get i get the feeling because oh, the, the book of henry
1: book of henry yeah they said that was hot garbage and I uh, I've seen i haven't seen it either but I'm just saying, Trevorrow may be a one-hit wonder, and he just, he, you know, mm. he managed to to catch a tiger by the tail and rode it to Jurassic Park, and now he's made his money, and now, he, you know, whatever.
0: I, again, but, I do wonder whether they, because a lot of new filmmakers, when you look at their history, they've kind of done nothing at all, and they kind of come out of nowhere, and you do think to yourselves, why are these people making it? Because uh, you can't do that with Steven Spielberg. And, that's exactly what I'm. I was going to the point I was going to say that you know with them, um, Chloe Zhao, you know that she made this in well not independent film, but she made this sort of you know um, thing. What was it called? Um, Homeland? no, uh, I can't think of what it was called now. But I mean the one with um, oh bloody hell, brain farts. She made a film when it won Oscars, and it was a good film and it was well made.
1: Yeah, it but was then, the one. It was know, the one where with the tri- uh, living in a van um, or something. Yeah, home... yeah I, I know what you're talking about. Homeland. Anyway,
0: uh, but. And then she went on to the MCU and it was just kind of, it was just a bad decision to put her in charge of a movie like that because it just, again, her direction is good, but the story and everything else just didn't make any kind of sense or, and like you say, you didn't really care about any of the characters or anything about it like that.
1: Well, there are too many directors who don't understand storytelling. They can direct competently, but they can't tell a story worth a shit.
0: With it though, I do, like you just said, I think there's also quite a lot of, interference from the from the studios that the studios kind of no we we need to get this message across and it's kind of really do we and then i can just see like i say with Trevorrow i can imagine that happening that he wanted to tell a good star wars story but then the disney kept saying no we don't really want to do that no we really need to kill luke off and he's going what what you know and and you know hence the creative differences and stuff and yeah then
1: abrams (laughs) was like i'll just pick up this this Blaming tire fire and see what I could do with it, you know. See if
0: I can spring, sprinkle glitter on this turret and just yeah. make it look mildly presentable.
1: I, <sighs> I, I don't blame Abrams completely for Rise of Skywalker. I think there were some choices that weren't necessary just because mm. last year, I like you have to do light speed skipping. I'm pretty sure you don't. Yeah. You know, so I mean, there's other things in there that are all him, but. I guess my point is, is that we got all of these properties that are just getting, you know, squeezed to death. Just they're just sucked out husks of what they once were. There's no new yeah. properties coming out. You and I are getting older. The kids coming up, they don't have the emotional connection to these properties. So we say oh. we're going to keep making money. It's like for much longer. This is this that's, is a it, the well the, is going to empty. The,
0: the, that's, I remember one somebody saying about with the new Star Wars that, that you know they were sort of saying this is my kid's Star Wars, and I was thinking that's so sad, you know that they are that they are being raised on on you know the seven, eight, and nine and thinking this is what Star Wars is, and it's like oh, you poor kids, you know you are you, you know we were treated to, you know this 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 thing that changed changed the world, changed the world, it changed people's lives, you know, and with these new movies they're just sort of at least you know, they they had just
1: thirty years of enjoyment, people who had the m c u they barely got a year before it got turned to shit in phase four, <laughs> yeah,
0: and yeah like i i i, I mean I, there's that meme of um what's his name um david not david Frank james Franco in uh buster uh, the ballad of the Buster Suggins, I think it was where he's getting hung and it's kind of first time, and it's kind of with whatever. Oh, Hollywood yeah, yeah, yeah. seems to be messing with at the moment you know it's just for star wars fans yeah been there done that you know yeah. mcu fans going through the same lord of the rings fans are, ju- are just about to have it you know and talk to star uh, trek fans yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah you know we've we've all been going through this sort of mild deconstruction of of just these things that we loved and taken taken away from us it's horrible uh, i tell you i
1: got i got some high hopes for warner uh, discoveries. Vaslov is uh has no time for your bullshit. And he is just taking a scythe like the angel of death to these properties that have any wokeness in them. Um and one of the stories I think we had this week of the give it a shot. Uh is I don't give it a shot, go there like it. But, yeah, go over there. Don't give them the choice. Read. <laughs> um but the, the the destruction of the Cape Crusader show and that brought back Bruce uh-huh. Tim, but it also had a couple of others that were very concerning I'm trying to remember who the showrunners would be but it even Bruce Tim he was he was talking about more diversity and will so I'm pretty sure they would have made him buy or get comics and he just he just He's, he's done. The Zaslav guy's done with it all. He's like, we're not going to be sitting here just losing money so you
0: could put out your stupid yeah. religious message. It's about time somebody actually sat up and said this. You know, uh, again, we've we've had articles now because Obi Wan is supposed to be buying a new novel. Batman's supposed to be buy now, and it is kind of like nobody cares. Superman's you know, for full, the last
1: Superman, Jonathan Kent, his son is full on gay, getting married,
0: and again, it's kind of. This isn't part of the story or anything about them or, or, or anything. This is, you know, I don't care what sexuality anybody is if they're just the main protagonist in a movie, just doing what they do in the movie. Kinda, but it's got to be injected now.
1: I kind of wonder how many of the non pride gays, And when I say that, I mean the gays that aren't into all the political and intersectionality yeah. stuff, they just want to, you know, yeah, I'm gay, lives. but the rest yeah. of the time I'm just trying to pay the mortgage.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, how many of them look at this? And they go, yeah, hey, they made Superman gay. Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah, you know, they just want to be left alone. It's like with the um, I can't remember who said it now. I think it was Matt Walsh, but he was saying about how most trans people just want to get on with their lives. They don't want to be. They, they don't want to go on marches and be on television and everything else. They just want to get on with their lives. But these activists are sort of like, Hey, look, you're, you're trans. You go forward and speak. And it's like, I don't want to do that. I yeah. just want to get on with my life. I just well, most want to live. These
1: activists I'm... aren't really trans. They're...
0: Oh yeah. I mean, it's there's all a bandwagon. about getting, there's a bandwagon about it. It's a jump bandwagon.
1: On that. It's about social pressure and acceptance. It's about gaining power and using people. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too far into the weeds with that. I mean, it's, it's
0: destroying all our properties. So that's Let's talk about something else. Place. I did watch the I, yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. We've got our lowest amount of viewers ever. <laughs> <laughs> It's they because miss Sean. And, they miss Sean. Yeah, Sean and Eggie's not here. Eggie is probably very, very drunk at the moment because it's his birthday tomorrow and it's a bank holiday tomorrow. So he's still probably very, very drunk. And Sean, I imagine, is in some bushes somewhere with a pair of binoculars watching a lady. Um, <laughs> he said he's squirrel hunting. That's what the kids are calling <laughs> <But> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Back in my day, it was called stalking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, it was called a felony. <laughs> um, I did watch this week though Samaritan with sliced alone.
1: I, I saw that come out. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I thought I'd give it a shot later.
0: It was pretty good. Was it? I was act- yeah. I was actually quite pleasantly surprised. I was very much. I'll put it on. You know, there's nothing else on. I'll put it on and see what it's like. I, like I say, I was pleasantly surprised. The story kind of reminded me, and this is this is very very. Um, tentative but it kind of reminded me of last action hero which i actually quite like and rate as a as a movie i think it's quite a good movie with arnie but yeah it's basically set in um i want to call it grunge city but it's not called grunge city it's in a city somewhere or another but the whole uh, of the opening credits tells the story of these two superheroes who were twins and their parents were killed uh, at a very early age and one of them went good and one of them went evil and uh, it, it turns out the, the Samaritan was the good guy and the Nemesis was the bad guy. And the Nemesis got killed and the Samaritan just disappeared. And um, But it seems that the... That, but the in, Nemesis
1: isn't really dead, is he?
0: Well, no, no, no. He Apparently he was, but somebody found, like, he made a... I don't I want to say like a magical hammer, but he made it a hammer which could have destroyed the Samaritan. But somebody discovers this and then wants to take up the mantle of the Nemesis, and it was kind of good the way it was played out because the city was in dire straits and people are, you know, the taxes are high and they can't afford their mortgages and all this kind of stuff. But the Nemesis, well, like San Francisco. <laughs> I was going to say most of America and and Britain, um, but they well London, but with less knife crabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much. Well, not no, not so much. It's not so many gunfights, um but people actually looked up to Nemesis because he kind of was trying to bring down the governments and everything else. And so it was actually a it, not like a massively complex story, but it was a really well done story. And I w- at the end of it, I thought, oh, quite. I quite enjoyed that. That was that was actually quite good. I've given it a good three and a half, possibly four out of five stars. I'll
1: give it a shot. I want. I, I saw it and I thought. I, I don't know if if i don't know if you're feeling this way it's like oh another pseudo superhero story okay
0: i mean yeah there is that obviously um and like i say yeah no i do i do completely understand what you're saying with that but to me i thought i thought it was quite good sly was good the kid in it whoever he was i don't remember the, the actor's name was annoying at times but overall it was quite a well-done story and like i say held my attention most of the way through so I feel like the superhero
1: oh, genre is just hitting the tail end of it. Yeah, kind of like the westerns, like in the forties, yeah, yeah. late forties through the sixties, western.
0: It was western western. And you haven't then, done a western? Oh my goodness! What's that? You haven't done a western? Oh my goodness! Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness me, man! That's it, where the that's where the Oscars lie these days. Yeah, <laughs> and then it just it just fell
1: off a cliff. It Gone yeah, yeah. in the 70s. Then, of course, Star Wars came in sci fi, sci fi, sci fi.
0: Then so that kind um, of
1: went away. And-
0: I did get a chance to go and see Nope, which I have put a review up on the channel if you have a look around. It does have spoilers. Jordan Peele is one of those directors at the moment, which is either a huge hit or a massive miss. And I am, um, this one I thought was quite a massive miss um get out is really really well done brilliant film us was fantastic up until the end and i said this in my my review i still don't understand how else there are people living underground who copy everything that we do so how do you run a marathon a 26 mile marathon underground if somebody's going in for an operation does, does one of the other us people cut you open well, and all this?
1: Answer me this: isn't it, isn't it isn't the whole premise of us is that the little girl was swapped at the beginning? Yes,
0: yeah. So I I, I remember, why, yeah.
1: Why was it the girl up above? Why wasn't she just doing the things that the girl down no. below was doing? Why Why did she take
0: control, or did, is that how it worked? Or I no this is exactly the point though and like i say to, uh, people kept saying oh she's absolutely brilliant i'm going no the ending was and what was annoying was i was really invested in the characters and so when this ending happened i was really quite angry because it's like oh she's so disappointing and I, i'm, no I'm pe-
1: seeing jordan peele is taking the m knight shalaman career trajectory
0: <laughs> yeah and um, where he starts off well and then he, he gets a bit too big for his boots i yeah. suppose Except he's, no, he, no he
1: only had the one movie he's not doing so well since yeah well i did um, like keanu <laughs> keanu yeah, it's it's the one he and peel did about the cat
0: oh no i've not seen that one
1: Key and peel uh you know key and peel right
0: i'm vaguely not as <laughs> big as they have some yeah. great
1: shorts out there on youtube i highly recommend them. okay okay um, okay and uh they did a movie about uh they found a cat and the cat he, he named it Keanu. and they get into all sorts of crazy hijinks i can't even remember right. what it, what the uh, drug dealers i will or look something. out for it i don't know but it was it was just a fun little it felt like a throwback kind of comedy that you would have found in the 80s you know
0: okay. the 90s um, i've got a good i've got a good one to come back to on that but with nope it was I was quite vested in the characters and it was quite well done. Uh, Daniel Kalewa, I think his name is. Ka- Kaleiwa is really good. He's, he's a fantastic actor and the rest of the cast are really good. I actually really like Michael Wincott in it, uh, who played, um, I guess born. Yeah. You know, and I mean, he, he was really kind of over the top as this, he wasn't the bad guy. Cause I expected him to be the bad guy, but he was really over the top with it. He was pretty, but just the whole premise of nope he, I, I, can I talk about spoilers? I, I'm not going to see it.
1: I, I, I'm going to take a hint from the title and go, nope.
0: Nope. Basically, because, again, I mentioned this in the review, in Signs, the, the thing that killed the aliens was water. And you do kind of think to yourself, what stupid aliens would then invade Earth, which is 70% covered in water. Um,
1: I, <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I never bought that. that you know, it's <laughs> like we have other resources and well no way yeah i mean i no, i mean just saying that everybody said oh you came to us and we're covered in water it's like yeah we we have lots of land too and plenty of resources and we don't know what it kind of doing. makes
0: sense why they uh, they attack kind of middle america
1: yeah the other one that they said oh it came 50 miles it got locked in a pantry it's like i i have all kinds of crazy uh technology nowadays i can i can fall in a cave a pretty primitive cave and not be able to get out i mean just some of the some of the things that they call logic problems it's just no they're not really i've never had
0: an issue with the one being trapped in the in the basement Uh, yeah
1: people do and i'm like (laughs) you you know if you don't have because you have a lot of technology i mean if he didn't bring his gun with him or something i don't know he just looks like they wander around naked
0: (laughs) well speaking of technology in nope the alien spacecraft apparently has been hiding in this place in California for, for many, many years, basically in a cloud. It seems many years. It's been there for a long time. <laughs> the but it, Cat. Spaceship. But what it doesn't, what what can't handle, it can handle interstellar travel, you know, from a different universe or planet or whatever, but it can't handle bunting. <laughs> and and yeah, bunting, that, it seems.
1: Yeah, flags that are connected yeah, to each
0: other uh, on a rope. Yeah. yeah, over here we call it bunting. So like I say, yeah, you have a rope and you have these little triangle flags and, and it's used to kind of hold down um like a blimp or, or that kind of thing. And these these aliens, first of all, get one kind of stuck in their engines and it kind of plays them up. But then they, they are literally defeated by bunting. How does it defeat them?
1: Oh. Does it gum up the engines um, or something?
0: Yeah, well, again... <laughs> You know, you can handle interstellar travel and light well, speed I, travel and everything else, but when it comes to like having you know uh, something jamming up the engines, oh, we're yeah, we're screwed now. Screwed well, you, down, can, down, you, down, can, you can you
1: can you can you take down an F sixteen with a Canadian goose. You know, I mean, it's he get it in the right. Oh yeah, engine. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Concorde went down from a bird, or not a Concorde, but the with the the guy that landed it in the in the Hudson. You know, the oh yeah, yeah, it was um, a bird strike. I mean, you know, it's just a turkey it got it was the just, engine.
0: But basically, the the woman in it, because obviously it's not the it's not Daniel Kalei who does it, obviously, because you know you can't have that these days. But I mean, she releases a, a blimp shaped like a cowboy, uh, like a hot air balloon type thing, and it goes into the the ship's engines, blows it up. I was really sort of really that's what killed it, and it was just to me, it was just very again disappointing ending because i was quite invested i don't, in I don't the know
1: I, that wouldn't bother me so much i mean sometimes simple things can come up the works of complex things i don't think that that's necessary like i said i mean a bird can get in an engine and the whole plane yeah. goes down things like that i i have more of a problem when they try to use more complex things to take things down that
0: aren't like like for example uh, installing a virus yep from from your mac computer you you, you, (laughs) you read my mind with his serial port (laughs) yeah that's right and not only i mean if you know know
1: anything about coding like he could have put (laughs) something in there that maybe just blew data into the into the and gummed up the works that 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 i might have been able to swallow (laughs) maybe but just like he had a skull and crossbones, and he he was able to figure out the drivers <laughs> to the sound card and the video.
0: I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna download a quick skull and crossbones in a second just to and upload that. While at we're point.
1: at it, I'm going to have because it go to multiple walks. systems and in sync at the same time. Come up on all their screens. <laughs> we're gonna assume that they're all connected together. We don't know. It's 1996. I guess it's how that shit works, right? But we're yeah. still using fucking modems. No, I I was just like <laughs> that kind of stuff bothers me you know yeah, a lot right. of a lot of garbage in an engine i that that bothers me less but people kind of have uh, expectations in a movie that they think they're I, they're, I, they're seeing things it's like oh that wouldn't happen it's like yeah yeah it wouldn't it happen every day god damn what are you talking I about? just
0: to, to me i just i would i would have liked a better understanding a, a sort of just a better ending really and like I say for me it was just disappointing and there was also I don't know if you've seen the meme of the monkey's paw and the kid bumping fists. I, I it, if you, if you've seen, I think it was in the trailer. Basically, it's about a a monkey and a kid, and uh, the monkey was on a TV show, and one day it goes completely apeshit and kills everyone, uh, apart from the kid. I still don't have any understanding of what relevance that had to the main story. It was. I Maybe I miss something. Maybe I, I I don't know. Maybe the yeah, copy you might I you had might had. give that section on another watch. Maybe there's something there, or
1: just go to <laughs> Wikipedia. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I but had again, that it's kind of like I was, just don't pay attention that, for a second, and then I go, why, "Yeah, why was that?" And it's like, well, if you've been paying attention,
0: Yoda, you know, yeah. Um, but no like yeah but that kind of again annoys me that it's like say if you miss a single frame or something because apparently when this monkey went nuts a shoe was stood up on its toe by itself and again I'm looking at it and going I, 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 what, we keep cutting to that I don't know why why it and, could be and just Jordan peel's up his own ass <laughs> that's kind of the impression I got I know we can't speak ill of Jordan Peel because of his skin color uh. but um no that's kind of that's kind of what I thought um but yeah like I say not a not a massive fan of that. Um Going a bit more old school Actually, I've got some new I have seen some new movies But going a bit more old school I've watched for the first time ever Once bitten, Jim Carrey I saw that, but it's been so long
1: I I don't recall that much I know <laughs> Basically, he kind turns into a vampire But then
0: she's Yeah, she's a vampire She has to drink the blood of a virgin Before yeah. Halloween or wherever it is And he's obviously a virgin Trying to lose his virginity And it was I mean, it was it was it was one of those films that would never, in a million years, get made today. Um, but at the same time, it was it was kind of it was one of those films that was so bad it was it was entertaining, but not in you know you're laughing at it, not with it, uh, most of the time. It
1: just struck me as one of those mid late eighties throwaway comedy movies that had, had, had heard a concept of it. that was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, nobody very nobody remembers it, you know.
0: Other than the fact, I, it's like, it,
1: oh, that was with Jim Carrey before he was big. You know, that's why. I was going to say head.
0: it was it was kind of funny because, I mean, that was made in. I'm just looking Jim Carrey up. That was made in 85. But, I mean, he didn't really get big till Ace Ventura in 94, um, even though he did a, a few bits and pieces in between it. Like Earth Girls Are Easy and, and the Deadpool and and that kind of thing. You know, it, like I say, it, there, was quite a, there was quite a lot of stuff that he did. We also did the Sex and Violence Family Hour.
1: Yeah, I was kind of surprised how much of a career he had before Ace Ventura. Yeah. Um I, I remember seeing him in this one show called the Doing Time on Maple Drive. It was like a made for TV movie where he was gay and the brother was had other problems and, and it was just like Um it was just one of those movies that they just keep coming out with that, you know, like living in um, a middle-class home in a nice, you know, suburb or something was like hell on earth all the time for yeah. everybody. That's, that was, the, that's what Holly, I mean, you can kind of see the writing on the walls, what Hollywood thinks of, you know, just normal people, <laughs> you know, we're all, just, <laughs> yeah. we're all just seething balls of neuroses and mental problems and everything. And they made it come true. Thanks Hollywood. We've seen TikTok.
0: yeah that's fine but yeah like I say it was quite it was quite amusing and then I also um, came across um, I haven't got it written down yet because I haven't finished it the Nick Cage vampire one I love it no I love the first bite kiss kiss
1: Lovers, Vampire's Kiss or something kiss, like that? Kiss, that's it, Vampire's Kiss.
0: Vampire's Kiss. Which is very strange because Nick Nick Cage all the way through talks kind of like this uh, all the way through, and it's very strange. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, that was, um, I haven't finished it yet, but like I say, that was quite a culture shock. Um, another 80s classic, we say classic, again, one I'd never heard of, but I did watch it because it had Catherine Mary, um, yeah, Catherine Mary Stewart in it. Was the World Gone Wild? Never seen. No. <laughs> Bruce Dern, um, Michael Pierre, and Adam Ant. I don't know if you guys had Adam Ant over there. He was a British pop star. Yeah, yeah, yeah and... we had Adam Ant. Oh, all right. Okay, but yeah, this film was in a nuclear-ravaged wasteland in Earth of M um, twenty eighty seven. Water is as precious as life itself, and it, it was it was basically the Three Amigos, Bugs Life, Seven Samurai kind of story. Ah, yeah. Um, and it was again, it was just, it was terrible. The only good thing about it was Catherine Mary Stewart looked fabulous in it. And like I say, I've still got quite the hots for her um, from back in the day. Now, moving on to more newer stuff, I finally got around to watching Top Gun Maverick.
1: Oh, what do you think?
0: annoyingly blown away <laughs> it was really good it was yeah, but, I say annoyingly because damn
1: it i love I've, this
0: <laughs> I, I i didn't expect much from it like i said i've never been a fan of the bit of the first one i've seen the first one once i think maybe twice in my entire life never really caught on with the first one but this one was just great it was just good the only complaint i had was towards the end spoilers if you haven't seen it towards the end i thought it got a bit sort of oh come on <laughs> you know, just there, there was.
1: The, you know, you're talking about when they got into the F-14, and then yeah, they, yeah. they managed I, to steal I, it I, and get away. And I, 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 agree, but the thing is, by that point, I was like, I'm in. I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all been utterly ridiculous so far. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to carry on. <laughs> I'm.
1: I'm great. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm having fun. I mean, he was wanting to entertain you, no doubt. And yeah. yeah i do you see what I mean when I said I felt like Terminator Two as in it's basically the same movie, but you've amped it up where you need to amp it up, and the effects well. i e. are so much better and it and it's a little oh. bit more coherent you've 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 sanded away all the rough edges you've given it just a little bit more stakes, but otherwise you've basically made the same movie and it's a it's a you know it's like 2.0 version of Top Gun. Like if they had the technology yeah. and everything that they could have done it, they would have done this.
0: The only thing that, and not annoyed me, but the only, uh, there was bits and pieces. Like they kept saying they've got like the Russians, whoever it was, have got like fifth generation fighters. And they never kind of fully explained what that was. And that they kept referring to it. like. It's, better than, going,
1: it's better than fourth generation.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got that much, but that's as far as F- my, F- my expertise.
1: F-14s I think are... Second generation or something like that I think they yeah. they're pretty i mean f fourteens to me I mean when you're growing up those are those are the hot shit planes i mean they can they can put their wings up, they can pull their wings back, they look cool as hell,
0: and uh they I was never into it, and so when they kept saying, oh they've got f, f you know these fifth generation fighters, I just kept saying they said that they're more technically advanced, but it was kind of can somebody just explain how and then that just gives me a bit more caring well, of what's they, going on. It's it's mostly a do. It's like
1: your car now, right? Like if you go to a car from the nineteen eighties, there's no computers in, it,
0: right? Yeah. You
1: got a you got a radio that has a little thing that goes back and forth. And it,
0: do you remember choke on a car? Yeah. And you had, you had like the choke yeah. when you start. Yeah. Or a clutch. <laughs> um yeah.
1: But you know, nowadays, I mean, your car is just amped out, right? With you know, electronic yeah, yeah. stuff, and not just the stuff you see, but like the stuff that keeps the ride stable and all that kind of stuff. Think of it along those lines for jet fighters. You
0: know. if somebody had explained that during the movie, it would have just given it a little bit more credibility. No, uh, I, I, I think it was I fine.
1: It's like eh, these are fifth generation fighters, so well, that sounds. I, and
0: that I say I wasn't disappointed overall. Like I say, I was thoroughly invested. And I like. I did like the way the story played out as well. That I don't really remember what happened to goose did i take it he died in the first
1: yeah one. I remember he ejected and he hit the canopy which the apparently problem. was a thing that would happen i mean that was not a that was not a just totally made up thing and and he the, hit the, the canopy and broke his broke his neck
0: uh, no the, the the problem was as well is i kept sort of kind of confusing it a little bit with hot shots yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's the ground looks hard that's a good way to lose an eye, my friend. <laughs> it's like when they were landing, it's kind of, uh, guys, you want to get out of the way because we're uh, coming into land here. Lost <laughs> a wing. There is another one. <laughs> I, mean, that
1: kind I of love thing. the, I love, I, I I remember, I don't know why it just made me laugh more in hot shots, but it's like, I'm coming in. Like, uh, yeah, you're looking fine. It's like, uh, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm I lost my landing gear. You're doing good there, Topper. Lost a week. You're doing fine. Lost another one. <laughs> Bring her on home. And then they cut, and, and it all just... they do is just like... <laughs> <Blanket falls. laughs>
0: My favorite bit, I think it was either one or the other, but when the two guys are carrying the bombs around, and they just sort of like, not Oh, sorry, <laughs> bud. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, and so, yeah, I did get it a little bit confused with that, but overall, like I say, Top Gun Maverick was... It was great. It was great. It, was... it,
1: was... it, it respected the character. Yeah. It did not... Make him a god, like a Mary Sewer or a Gary Stewart, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. it made him, yeah, you know, he, he is absolutely who you would expect him to be at that age. Yeah. And still make some they of the handled, same problems. And
0: yeah. They handled Val Kilmer very well as well. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. I got to admit that, that kind of choked me up a little yeah. bit.
0: A little I love this. it as well, where it is incredibly emotional. Because, I mean, Tom gives that fantastic speech beforehand and then they kind of hug but then he sort of says so which one of us is better and he's like, oh let's not ruin it now it's you not, know and it was it's been a good it moment. just took all that tension out and oh it was, it was, well done. Yeah, it was very well done clearly two um, guys who who
1: like and admire and it, it was sad to see kilmer you know because you you remember him from being such a strong handsome guy you know and then yeah. for him to fall apart the way he did it was it's sad um but then when you incorporate that into the story it makes it 'Cause yeah, he should be an admiral again, by that he's
0: just Yeah. It, but again it was it was well done the way that they did it. That obviously he you know vows in the situation that he's in, but also it was the same reason that Tom got the job yeah. you know, teaching he's these guys because him. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and whatnot. And so Because he keeps
1: pulling out. shit like he did at the beginning, where he ends up blowing up a $50 <laughs> billion dollar fighter and and, and, and ends my up fault, in a tiny little uh, restaurant, looking for a phone somewhere in West Virginia. <laughs> I did. Lo- I
0: really like the bit where he walks in there and he sort of says, "Where am I?" And the kid goes, "Earth." <laughs> <laughs> that was. I, I really like that because it's kind of like you. D- you just walk in and you sort of go. He's, Actually, yeah. Where is he from? <laughs> yeah. he's, he's practically still smouldering.
1: <laughs> it, um, it was. It was. It was. Um. I yeah. I just. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I think they did a better job with the love interest i like that they brought in jennifer connelly who is more age appropriate and still looks
0: so
1: hot uh that
0: that woman is just uh, it's unbelievable she's a female Tom Cruise. oh yeah you know they both must drink the bloods of virgins or something or other because i mean like i say i saw her you know obviously i saw her in labyrinth
1: as a kid Cue she was a button then and then when she was in uh rocketeer i think yeah uh i thought oh man she is gorgeous and somehow, she she gets better with age, which is like a fine wine.
0: Like I, a fine wine,
1: just smoking hot.
0: She is. Oh dear, goodness me! Uh, like I say, very, very sort of early teenage crush. you're like,
1: one lucky asshole.
0: You say, yeah. Oh dear, man. Must anyway, be the accent.
1: I, you might have a chance.
0: <laughs> well, I, I do speak the Queen's English. <laughs> yeah. I only do the I only do the accent to attract girls. <laughs> It's so fun not working. Um, I did watch Bj Novak's new one, Vengeance. You know, uh, I, I heard
1: that talked about on Red Letter Media, and they gave it a
0: mildly positive review. It's, I, the only interesting. thing. It is. It is kind of interesting. I, I, I like Bj Novak. I know he's written a lot of the American Office, and there are uh, the the episodes that he's done. I think are brilliant, and I th- I've always liked him in it. I do feel his direction was not amazing. Uh, there was massive continuity errors in some places. There's a scene where he's talking to Ashton Kutcher, and Ashton Kutcher has got the sun come directly in his eyes at one point. But when it cuts back, you can see that it's not, and it's kind of annoying. It's like that. I think the problem that the movie suffered from was. I'm gonna say lack of budget. That if he had a, just a slightly larger budget on on the production on this, it would have been absolutely belting. It was really well done and it was very well written. And it's kind of a black comedy, uh not not like a, a black comedy, but like a dark comedy type of thing. And it, it was it was very well done, but just it just needed that little bit of extra extra care. And I think it would have really polished it off very well. I,
1: I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to give it a shot. What they did say is that they appreciated that Novak was not trying to um, paint. He wasn't doing anything with a broad brush. Like, each of these people were actual characters and not just stereotypes and doing a fish-out-of-water yeah. story and things like that. And it wasn't really a comedy per se, although it had funny moments. Uh, but they commented that he seems to be a guy that has is trying to say something and trying to say something more intelligently than you know your average well mcu movie or you know what i mean i
0: i I think the film will suffer from that because there's a lot of people that i like you say he is trying to say something and it was it was quite i don't want to say deep but like you say it's not it's not a marvel movie so i imagine a lot of people are going to miss this because it's there's no helicopters exploding like he wasn't like that.
1: Oh yeah, southern white people are all bigots and racists. You know that's that's what you can expect. <laughs> it's the out only of...
0: American accent I can do. No, I can I, do I'm the just New saying... York
1: accent. But <laughs> I'm not talking about your accent. I'm just saying that that's how typically right. they paint. You know when they do yeah. these kinds of movies, and that he was trying okay. to say no. They they just because they have a southern accent, they have things to say. They have intelligence. Yeah. They just they come from a different world than we do. And so they have a different take on life because of their environment, their circumstances of life. Um, not, not saying once, you know, like they were born in a bad place or anything. It's just this is no. where they live and this is how their just, world yeah. is. And yes. that doesn't make them any less smart or, or, or intelligent or thought-provoking than some, you know, you know, highfalutin person in New York. You know what I'm it's saying?
0: Kind of, it's kind of a shame that you do judge people sometimes on their accent over here in the UK, we've got some accents and you just think that person sounds thick and he's kind of, they're not thick. It's just the accent that they've got. No, you know? no.
1: I mean, if I hear a, a street accent and I, I hear it out of white people, not just black people, but when I hear that accent or heavy, heavy Southern sometimes, you know, it, it's like, you sound like an idiot, but I mean, yeah. I, you know, that's not fair because I'm sure no. that, that I know people with accents that, that
0: Yourself that are actually fairly intelligent, <laughs> uh, not yourself. Uh, um, in the UK, in the UK, we always used to have um Irish jokes. So, like the Irish was yeah. the big guy, you know. In like Paddy and Murphy were always my favorite joke about that is Paddy and Murphy are on a building site and <laughs> Paddy pulls out a thermos flask and Murphy goes, "What have you got there?" He says, I "Got myself a thermos flask. This thing is great. It keeps hot things hot and cold things cold." He said, "You should get yourself one." So the next day they're sound a building site. Murphy pulls out proudly is is famous flash he says "Ah, oh, great he says you got yourself on there what have you got in there he goes, ah, i got a cup of tea and two scoops of ice cream <laughs> <laughs> i haven't had one of those jokes for ages um you know to do them anymore um but yeah like i say so vengeance vengeance was quite good um i also watched two again quite sort of modern stuff um the immaculate room with emil harsh and kate bosworth where they are they go into a white a large white room for 50 days and if they stay there they win five million dollars very very good until the third act and then it kind of just let itself down a little bit at the end but there was kind of no well my satisfying conclusion would have been they both murdered each other (laughs) because that would have been the best way best way to end it for but it kind of it it didn't kind of pussy out but it just sort of was disappointing at the end sort of um i found but it was an interesting concept like the whole big what, brother what the, was it called again the immaculate room immaculate. what i what i did like about it was is they're in there. And they've got literally no outside contact. There's no pen, paper, or anything like this. So they, they are just in this room. They're, they're only allowed into the bathroom one at a time. There's there's no windows. Say, there a toilet in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty, it didn't stay immaculate. <laughs> dog, dog wiping your ass across the floor and stuff. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> it.
1: But it was shit streaks everywhere. This was white. What happened?
0: <laughs> Sorry about the smell as well. We've got used to it now. <laughs> um, I suppose being in there for fifty days, you probably would start wiping all over the. Walls. Oh yeah. um, I did think to my myself, a lie things...
1: in my own shit." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did think that the fifty days was too long as a premise because, I mean, it's just it's too long a period to be able to, you know, have literally have no stimuli but what was interesting was is have you been to the pan? have you seen the pandemic <laughs> yeah but you've got, got like internet you, buddy. you've got internet and, and tv and books and stuff you know in there and but whilst they're in there they yeah, the drove rules everybody say, insane the rules say that you know the food is very bland and stuff but the rules say that they can get two treats but it will cost them a hundred thousand dollars so they get two treats each so he says after like Talked 15 days in there. He says, I'm going to get a treat. So it's a crayon. And he ends up writing obviously all over the walls, you know, as, as you would anyway, again, a few more days afterwards, he says, I'm going to get my second tree. Or no, he says where well, you should get yours. And he goes, I'm going to get my second tree. So he, he says, Oh, he wants his second tree. And basically a naked woman walks in <laughs> <laughs> and it was, and it was like, Damn, <laughs> um, But obviously that kind of throws a spanner in the works And, and like I say, it was an interesting concept of a movie it, The Naked Woman is not surprised because she is actually in the trailer But it was an interesting concept But it kind of just let down to the end And like I so say, I would have liked a more uh, interesting ending Not satisfying ending Because it kind of was sort of satisfying You want, you want but...
1: something bleak and horrible like those movies you watch with Sean That's what you wanted
0: Pretty, pretty much, to be gotcha. fair, yeah um but it was it was an interesting concept um now i ended up i also ended up watching a norwegian horror movie called the Innocents, uh which was ba- it, the the story is basically some kids uh, live in a tower block in norway somewhere and they find that they've got powers and then the powers start getting out of hand this was really good this was it was really creepy and one of the kids starts just going pretty balls-out evil, uh, and he must only be about 12. And if you think of a kid who's got kind of these powers, he, <sighs> spoiler it a little bit, um, he's got these powers, his mum keeps turning them off and everything else, so he ends up with his mind powers, throwing a frying pan and her head knocks her out. And he kind of leaves her there, because he doesn't know what to do, but then he decides he's going to, the boiling water over her body, and it was kind of like when you watched it. It was it was quite. there was a couple of moments in the in the movie where I was really sort of like taken aback, and even I was taken aback at sort of how graphic it was. But it was, it was a really well done film. Um, Sounds like Sean... it. Sounds
1: like fun <laughs> for the whole family.
0: It's, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's well, definitely not
1: I, fun for them. I don't know if you fun. watched it yet. I talked with it about with Sean, but I saw a Network recently.
0: No, it's on my list I, I after watching you you guys talking about it. Yes, it's on my list of things to watch. It
1: is. If it, I I will go if you watch the watch the video shot and I did on it, uh, I think you'll hmm. find it fascinating um because the movie,
0: On the last com channel, right. vi- video channel, subscribe here. Uh, she'll, shell 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 shell. Uh the the movie just struck me about how
1: not only timeless it is, but it's 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 relevance. more relevant now than it was then, and it was relevant then, but yeah. it is a thousand times more relevant now. Sadly, and it was—I uh, was, sh- was kind of shocked as I was watching it, going, "Oh my god, <laughs> this was not supposed to be a blueprint, you idiots!" You
0: know, That's, <laughs> so, I always think that about *Idiocracy*. It, it's not a documentary.
1: <laughs> I did uh, rewatch because uh, my wife, uh, she's a big Olivia Newton-John fan. Okay. Uh, we rewatched watched uh, Greece. Okay. I, admit, I thought you were gonna
0: say I thought you were gonna say Xanadu. Uh,
1: actually I downloaded that for it too, but I haven't watched
0: it. Oh no. Uh, you know what? I watched that last year and I remember as a kid, I think my dad had it on eight millimeter. Um uh, and we watched in the cinema in our little homemade cinema and I remember loving it. But watching it again now, it was kind of I don't remember why. <laughs> I yeah, i
1: I've, I I haven't watched it probably since I was a kid. Or maybe you know, like one of those Saturday afternoon on UHF, you know, yeah. movies. Um, so I can't remember a thing about it other than she she might have some powers or something. I, I don't know. And it's this a lot of, lot of roller well. skating. Yeah, yeah. So, but she <laughs> wanted to, to watch to it. Fair, it does, ha- it does have I a great re- song in it. I'll give him that.
0: But I it, was going to say, to be fair, that's all I can remember about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only watching but it last year. It, It's
1: on my list because she wants to watch it. So, okay, fine. I did download, and I'm going to start watching it here The Hobbit, The Tolkien Edit. Now, the Hobbit movies, I have maintained that there is a good Hobbit movie in there. Oh, right. But it's three movies of too much nonsense and shit. But if you could trim out all that stuff, you could edit it. Well, somebody apparently took it upon themselves to do that.
0: Oh, and, I see. Okay,
1: okay, okay. And they, and that they call interesting. it. I, I did some research, and I said, you know, I wonder, you know, somebody always does these fan edits. So I said, I wonder if somebody did. Well, sure enough, somebody did. It's two and a half hours long, which, if you know The Hobbit, I think with the extended cuts, it's like nine hours of freaking film, maybe more. Yeah. It's ridiculous. He got it all down at two and a half hours, and if it's down to two and a half hours and it and does you know the three movies and and tells the entire story of the Hobbit as close to the book as possible, I'm I'm very curious on how well he did because I think Martin Freeman does a reasonable job. I you know mm. the actors, of course, the special effects are good and everything. It's just we got to get rid of some of the stuff. We don't need that that insane barrel ride down the river. That was the most that was the dumbest thing I ever saw any of
0: these movies. it's such a there's such a shame because i remember but the reading amazon that,
1: prime series is coming so it has a chance to <laughs> yeah, to right. get up to that
0: bar let's uh the let's, bar let's of get our notebooks out <laughs> um it's a oh, shame because i my do beer.
1: i can i can fuck it up worse than that
0: <laughs> <laughs> i i had read somewhere that apparently that was uh directed by andy circus um that particular sequence and again I, i he's one of those people that i feel so sorry for with his direction he did one with andrew garfield called breathable i think it was or something which was based on a true story about a guy who ended up in an iron lung which was quite good but i mean the other two movies that he's directed he did mowgli which unfortunately came out after john favreau's jungle book uh but the same story and it was kind of no no offense I wouldn't want to follow John Favreau into the bathroom, <laughs> let alone, you know, a movie of the same thing released at the same time. And then he also did, um, not Morbius, uh, what's it called? The, the sequel to, um, ah, oh, the spy, venom venom Two. Uh, and again, it, yeah, again, I know. And you're thinking, oh man, you know, he's a talented director and he should be getting better. Maybe he's got the same agent as Matt Smith. I don't know. <laughs> I would explain some things. Um, it, it, it's good. <laughs> by the way,
1: I did rewatch Iron Man 2. Okay. And I feel like that movie is a little unfairly maligned. And maybe. I, that, I agree. And maybe that's because, like, they say, oh, it just was a bunch of setup for the Avengers. Like, as compared to the shit they put out now, <laughs> you know. Yeah. With 8 million post-credit scenes and, and, you know, you have to have watched WandaVision before you can yeah, actually right.
0: see Doctor in, Strange. In WandaVision, episode 7, uh, in yeah. the 14th scene, you can see a cup that somebody's holding and that's the same cup that gives the powers to Tony in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: And I'm looking, at it, I'm, it's like, okay, they have like a little nod with his shield, with that weird pseudo Captain America shield that he used to prop up the thing as a joke.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They
1: bring in Black Widow, mm. and mm. they mention the Avengers. They bring in War Machine. I mean, nothing.
0: It's not that. I, I don't see what's that bad. And it's like they a good guy, bad guy as well. Because what's his name? Ricky Mickey Rooney is the uh, Mickey Rooney. Mickey no, Rooney. Yes. Ro- <laughs> I was just—that's—that's that's completely wrong, isn't it? <laughs> I just—oh, I just jellicky, jelliker! <laughs> I'm gonna get you, Iron Man!
1: <laughs> jellicky, jelliker! I just—I just saw that, that old fox head in that big giant armor. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tony! Palladium in the chest—terrible way to die.
0: Um, Mickey, Mickey Rourke, then. Mickey Rourke. But he, <laughs> <laughs> there were so many there were so many possibilities apparently there's a petition going around that's saying that um wolverine should now be by, played by danny devito uh, <laughs> and stuff you know
1: well um, as, but as yeah. serious as they're getting yeah but i mean i look at that it's like okay so so you've got tony stark he's having to deal with his impending death he's got yeah. the pressure of trying to keep you know he's he's been cleaning up the world you know, he's yeah. taking care of all these because remember in 2008 when it came out, we are still hip deep in the war on terror. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, nine eleven is still fresh in a lot of people's minds and, you know, we're kind of coming to the tail end of it. But still, there's, there's a lot of that going on. And so Iron Man appearing at that point in time, that's kind of where our universes diverge, in my opinion. Now, I know retconning and all that fine, but. You know, at that time, all we knew is that, you know, this is our world and now we have Iron Man. And so that's where the MCU starts. You know, otherwise, yeah. everything up until then has happened just the way it happened. before. Yeah. And so now we got a guy in an iron suit who can actually do something about it on his own. He could get in and out. Hmm. He, he has very little radar profile. He's got this. He craps out technology the way I crap out burritos. I mean, he's just <laughs> insane. <laughs> And now but, <laughs> yeah. but but the thing is the, the thing that's keeping him alive is killing him. Yeah. And, and it, he can't take it out because it keeps the shrapnel away from his heart. And he can't keep it in because the palladium is killing him, right? And then yeah. they kind of introduce a little bit of, you know, his relationship with his dad and him being unable to talk to Pepper, talk to people, and he's he's being self destructive. Um, and you can understand why he's being self destructive to a certain extent. And I I don't know I I I find the movie more compelling than I think people give it credit for. It's as good as the first one. Not it's as not as much. good as Black
0: Widow. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, it's it's th- when you say that and you go, "Did Black Widow have a movie?" Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, she, she? did. <laughs> um,
1: now, it doesn't have as compelling as a villain. I uh, Mickey Rourke is okay, but I think in Mickey, Iron Mickey Man, Rooney. Mickey Rooney's okay. But uh, in the first Iron Man, you have Obadiah Stane and he has clearly a close relationship with Stark. And the two are on screen together a lot and there's there's it, it means more when he finally kind of comes clean and and you find hmm. out what's going on and they he's working against him and all that kind of stuff Th- that that tension is constantly building whereas in Iron Man 2 Rourke just appears out of nowhere, as far as Stark is concerned, on the Monica yeah. track, and then they yeah. put him in jail. So as far as he's concerned, he's gone or dead. He may have died. At, as far as he knows, maybe he died in the prison breakout. He doesn't know. And then Hammer, look, I love me some, <laughs> yeah. Sam, I love me some Sam Rockwell. Okay, he's fantastic, <laughs> but he is he is a complete joke in this movie. He is yeah. not. He, he is never credible as a villain. Nobody takes him seriously, and he and he shouldn't be. And so the, the real story is Tony at war with himself, but the stuff that's happening alongside that is never... He needs that secondary pressure, you know? The, the mm. war on terror, he's already mopped that up, so he doesn't have to worry about that as much. Government's giving him a little shit, but he takes care of that at the very beginning, which, by the way, I just absolutely adore that scene with him telling the government to kiss his ass.
0: <laughs> and, that's uh, the one with Gary... Gary um, uh, Yeah, well, I, I love the line where he sort of says, oh, I caught you there. Isn't it amazing how one little prick can hurt so much? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like I like him at the beginning. He's like, I cannot give away the Iron Man suit. That would me going into slavery or prostitution everybody laughs, <laughs> because <laughs> look i'm not an expert he goes on prostitution no you're a senator of course not yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just love the, the big middle finger to the to the establishment i love all that yeah and, and then of course the scene where he puts on the the briefcase armor yes it's
0: just it's, still, it's, just, uh, it's just it's just it's too short but it's not freaking awesome in- is it um, not Endgame? It's the, the one before um, Infinity Wars where he's got the whole nanobot suit. Yeah. It's just, it's not as good. That it's whole sequence. Where the, the the whole bit in the first Iron Man when it all goes on and everything else. It's just, oh, it's so beautiful. It's it is. Just, it's so nice. I get,
1: I, 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 I don't like the nanobot armor aesthetically. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But I do like it thematically because... The idea, is the the through line through the MCU is that Tony knows, especially after Avengers, that something is coming. And even more so after Age of Ultron when Scarlet Witch kind of messed with his mind. That's why he creates Ultron and all this stuff. He knows something bad is coming. He even says so in, in Endgame, you know, when he loses his, you know, and tells Cap you're a liar and all this stuff because he knew this was coming. and So he is constantly taking his armor to the next level because he knows he needs to fight something that he, he yeah. doesn't believe he can fight. And in truth, it's still not enough. Thanos defeats him, right? Hmm. He gets stabbed right through the, you know, all his technology, everything, this pinnacle of technology, which thematically we see is makes his original Iron Man suit look like a Model T.
0: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> because uh, that original suit, again, was kind of brilliant the way it was it done. It was. Cause, it was great. Because, I, I mean, I'd heard of Iron Man, but I never really knew much about him. And I, I, I kept thinking, well, that obviously can't be Iron Man, because that's just that's awful. But obviously, that he he managed to build that in a cave, but obviously when he gets well, the back boss, home... To the his, yeah, you know, when he gets well, back I'm, home... I'm well, even I'm, I'm talking sorry. about
1: the red and gold one, the Mark 3 let's say. Oh, okay. Even that one looks like a mild T compared to the one, right? Right, yeah, yeah. And... It's still not enough, and that's what I think is the brilliance of Infinity War. It's like every everything they did, they just they got defeated. It wasn't enough. They didn't work mm-hmm. together. They let things get, you know, they let the government, they let bureaucracy, they let um, things get, you know, break them up. Um, that, that's one of the interesting things about Captain America: Civil War is that the the antagonist in that. Well, not necessarily the villain, but the antagonist in Civil War is Tony Stark, not Baron Zemo. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't even know who the hell he is. No, yeah. They yeah. don't meet him until the very end. They have no idea. They know something is working against them, but they don't know. They have no emotional attachment to. Him. But it's Stark submitting to authority because of what happened, and yeah. screwing things up with the Avengers. Um, that led them to their defeat in, in Infinity War. And so, yeah, I appreciate thematically the armor. I don't like Nano. I wish they would have done something a little differently, but that's that's neither here nor there.
0: It's kind of one of those things that I think somebody said recently, you know, what happened with the... Good old fashioned, putting the suit on. Everything kind of seems to just come out of nowhere now. In this yeah, whole it's seat. All this Nana, moonlight Nana was stuff, the same. Yeah. yeah, well, new moonlight well, it was just the same. It just sort of seemed to just sort of come out of nowhere, and it was always just kind of that was magic. You know, so
1: I kind of give that one a pass. But yeah, I think uh, technology, just in wise, general, it, like the yeah. time the time travel suits. You just have a time travel suit. Oh, you have your regular suit. Oh, you have nothing.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, ah, I don't know.
1: They they what just got you, lazy. Yeah, what did you
0: expect? Yellow spandex? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you know, that was that was the thing that I think I loved about the original Iron Man. Iron Man was all the the attention to details and building the suits and all the little pieces and parts that went into it.
0: Literally the nuts and bolts. Yeah. And that.
1: Yeah. And uh, you know, now it's just like uh, magic suit. Here you go. <laughs> you yeah.
0: Know?
1: And we'll give one to Spider Man while we're at it
0: i think like i say i think the second one is underrated i do um, too i i think I, um... it, I think it suffered just as this is just my thought process because i th- there's two two lines of thought i think it suffered because the first iron man was just brilliant and it kind of came out of nowhere and everybody it just it was just brilliant and so the second one had to live up to the first one and the second one is good but it kind of didn't exceed the second one and so people just thought well it's not as good as the first it should be better than the first one and it wasn't because he, it was difficult to prove and I think the same thing happened with Ultron to be perfectly honest the first Avengers movie was fantastic and, and I and think Ultron
1: old, is underrated too
0: und, I, Ultron is really good but yeah. it's just it's not better than the first one and I think people went in there thinking oh, this is going to be better than the first one I'm not, one. And I'm not so certain about that as, now oh, alright
1: I, honestly, I—I I, I, I mean, the Avengers is good. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, it feels almost simplistic because, like, I—I I, part of this is because we have the whole saga done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I feel like Age of Ultron really adds a lot of nice texture to the to the MCU. That's yeah. characters in the right places, and it also lays the groundwork for Civil War and Infinity yeah. War because of, like you said, the with Sokovia. the hammer and
0: that kind of thing. Yeah, and, and the, the hammer, other, you, yeah, some other and things. that kind yeah. of
1: stuff. So, I mean, there's a yeah. lot that happens in there. Whereas the first Avengers, just it, it, they're trying to figure things out. I don't want to take away from the first Avengers. It's a very fun movie, but it, it, there's something tonally or something that is not quite what. They figured out in Phase 2, which I don't think they figured out until Winter Soldier, when the Russos came. Mm.
0: I think oh, that's when they yeah.
1: solidified the proper tone of the... the proper atmosphere and, and story points and things like that. That's when they really got it figured out. Up until sure. then, it was good. But, I mean, Thor wasn't, you know, blowing down the doors. Thor Dark Nero yeah. didn't blow down the doors. Iron Man 3 is is interesting. But it's not. I like it. I like it a lot. But it is. It is. It doesn't feel like the rest of the MCU. It's got a weird. It's a shade black movie. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, (laughs) it is. So, I mean, phase one and the first few movies of phase two are really still trying to find their voice. They're trying to figure out what is this all going to.
0: For me, though, I think the end of phase one with with Avengers, the first Avengers movie, it's just the way that they brought these characters together so well. You know, that yeah. you did have yeah. the movies that set them all up and everything else, and they were kind of on their own, and there were hints towards it and an stuff. And then when mess. they did it, it was kind of just like, this is this is great, this is, you know. The, you remember this, everybody I,
1: saying this is going to be Tony Stark and the Avengers, guest star of the Avengers? Oh, yeah. You know, and it and, didn't and, turn out that way. Nice. And uh, it, it was, it could have been a huge mess. I mean, because we're not that far, you know, we're talking only five years from X-Men Last Stand, which was completely overstuffed. And, uh, so and Spider-Man 3. Absolutely terrible.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, which completely again. Completely overstuffed. I know. And they I, couldn't people- get it right. Yeah people have, have sort of have tried to defend Spider-Man 3 to me and it's just I watched it, it it's just bad.
1: Yeah. And like you
0: say it was overstuffed and it was again such a shame because the second one hit the nail so unbelievably well. It was for 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 a while you know the best sort of superhero movie that had ever been done. And then the third one was just it was like you say it was an overstuffed mess. It just didn't work uh, at all on on any levels I don't think and it was such a shame. See, they were
1: they were struggling to figure out who Thor was, who Hawkeye was, who Black Widow well, thank was, goodness. who Captain America. Yeah, they Captain America no, right no, no, from no. the very beginning. I, but
0: I was going to say, thank goodness, though, that Tiki Wakanda is um, Wakanaki is now yeah. found out who Thor is.
1: Yeah, the
0: colorful dude, dude
1: bro, thrower. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I'm saying that they they John Favreau really nailed, and so did Robert Downey Jr. For that matter, really nailed. Mm. Dark, and I, I think the reason why I like Iron Man two so much is that it really kind of adds a lot to that character. Yeah, who gives you know, and and sends him down this road of a, a the guy who you know stuck it to authority, stuck yeah. his middle finger up to authority, and then you brought in Captain America, who was a little, in my mind, a little too abrasive or aggressive towards tony and avengers sometimes um mm-hmm. but he but was the- he was for authority he was he was a he was a soldier he took orders yeah. he did his work and that they both crossed over Absolutely, the the, which they were gonna which yeah but i mean i
0: yeah In a, in, a, in in a, it, I mean i did think it was a little cliche when they sort of kind of first get them in the room together
1: yeah, that's how everybody's
0: that's kind it. of arguing, and and I was thinking, well, this is a little cliche because they're all going to be friends by the end. And but again, it was done in a natural, great way because all the characters were acting as as they would. You know, even even the Hulk was kind of, you know, I was I was perfectly happy where I was, but you brought me up here, and and it was again, it was it was naturally done, and you can see the fact that when there is then suddenly a common enemy, they've got a group together, they've got to get on, and they've got to you know, they got, they got, they got
1: a lot of great moments. Is there something, I I mean, part of it is Captain America's suit is so horrifyingly bad, but (laughs) it's, uh, there's a lot of, I don't know. It's just tonally or something. I can't, I can't put my finger on it. Just something doesn't quite mesh as well. They didn't quite figure out the, the, the way it should be until winter soldier that's when the Russos kind of became the guiding voice. Feige became the guiding yeah. voice and it all kind of stemmed from there. And that's when they really figured it out.
0: In my opinion. It's weird. Cause I saw a video recently, I think it was star Wars girl, that star Wars girl. And she was saying about how in that first Avengers, you've got the moment where, um, Tony and Thor and captain America meet up for the first time. And you've got basically a God this man who is into technology and is quite flippant and everything else, and then you've got this, you know, soldier with all these morals and everything else meeting for the first time, and then, you know, it all culminated in, in Endgame, which was great. But she said that Phase 4 just seems to be the deconstruction of all these characters and 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 just completely emasculating each and every one of them, including now Hulk, <laughs> because I think she was talking about She-Hulk. Uh, but again, you're looking at it, and it is kind of going, you created all these great male characters, and yeah, they're, they're male. You know, it doesn't... It, it's just the way they were written. They were male. There was literally sort of 50-50 of who they were going to yeah, be. Weird, weirdly, be the
1: only people buying comics back in those days were fifth-grade were... boys. What do you want? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, would you think actually sort of female characters like She-Hulk, if she was in sexy outfits, would have well, actually sold that, more? That, but was, then, you that know. was when they were uh, eighth-grade boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, you had all this in there, like I say, but it seems like the, the, the Phase 4 at the moment has just been about emasculating them all. And, yeah. and just sort of taking all these powers away from them. And, and and how great they are. How, how you know, these heroes that literally saved the galaxy but kind of, oh, no, 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 no. We've got to, you know, this this it's a bit too good what the men done they there. We ma- need they
1: managed to-, to stick the ending. But boy, you could see the cracks starting with Captain Marvel and then the female moment in Endgame and yeah. just these moments kind of started slipping through. But Fortunately, Robert Downey got out with a good, was good. Chris Evans got out at a high point. Um, Hawkeye, I don't think they've ruined him. Although there's people say, how do you ruin Hawkeye?
0: <laughs> it's <What>? like ruining <laughs> shit. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, no, no, no. Give us five minutes. We'll think of something. Yeah. Um, um, last, I, last, I didn't even finish that series. I just... Had no, I had no interest in it at all in it with the character that was going on the female, the girl in it, and even with Hawkeye, I just I nothing ca- I,
1: I kind of dug it. Okay, I, it wasn't it wasn't great, but I I mean, I you know my big my big thing again. is uh, am I gonna am I gonna go and rewatch it? Well, I'd rather we yeah. watch Iron Man too, and everybody says that's the suck movie. So you tell me which is bad.
0: Yeah, um, I, I couldn't yeah,
1: finish. I I didn't even bother to finish Miss
0: Marvel. Um, I don't think I I don't think I finished um what's it called Moon Knight no, Miss Marvel oh, yeah Moon Knight I didn't finish I did I start Miss Marvel Miss Marvel I didn't even start
1: You didn't even start I watched like two episodes I was like eh.
0: Yeah. Again, it's kind of, it's so weird how we live in this sort of TikTok generation where, you know, literally 20 second videos, you've got to to get people's attention. And yet, and there was a, there was a kid's movie I watched the other day. Let me just see, see if I can find it. It was an animation that was on and I just, I, I stuck it on because um, there was just sort of nothing else there. Not, uh, not Lightyear. But I mean, Lightyear was a hundred minutes long and you're thinking, what kid is going to go and see that and be, a, you know, get into it. That much for, for that long. It's far too long for for kids' attentions. I think. Go back to the ninety minute movies. That's what I always say.
1: Yeah, I was kind of surprised when I watched. Um, what did I watch recently? Oh, um, I watched that old. Well, not that old, but Tony St- Scott movie. It's called, it's called Unstoppable with Denzel. Washington oh yeah, yeah, on playing. the train. Yeah, yeah. It's like an hour and forty minutes in and out. They have enjoyable oh. little tense little disaster movie you know gotta yeah, the, go get the well, train that's that that this well, moron let go
0: you know ethan slopey did it i think yeah uh, as i remember <laughs> randomly i remember that um, uh, but, it's got yeah, problems and when you,
1: but i mean i'm like I, that was a fun
0: little just you know quick But then when you think of you think of what's it called you think of stranger things and the end of season four part one the last episode was I, longer than 40. that movie yeah yeah and i, mean, I, I actually think
1: season four was the strongest season they've had season yeah, one it was
0: it was a good season but i mean i remember it came out and i think we were talking about it on the sunday and so i kind of binge watched it and it kind of not ruined it for me but i was kind of like oh god come on you know this episode's been on for like 10 hours you know and <laughs> you just wanted it to go that little bit that little bit quicker um, to make it more enjoyable, and I mean, uh, funny enough, me and Aggie were talking about that the other day. Or Matt was, um, and we were talking about Sandman, and how I just couldn't finish it. It was too long. It dragged out. I got to about the fifth or sixth episode, and I thought, this is just a couple of the episodes were just filler, and I just, and again, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I can't be bothered to get to the end of this. And it's just kind of weird how they don't think this would make a good two hour movie. You know which people could sit through. It's got to be you no know, eight hours, which is really long and drawn out and padded, and you know full of filler and and a load of stuff. You say about that Hobbit, exactly the same thing. Is I mean, I watched the Obi Wan edit, the fan edit of that, which was two and a half hours, and so much better yeah, than the eight hour long episode. Did you I like, see it? I,
1: I did. I did. I watched yeah. it. You would put it up there, and I gave it a shot. I was like, that. That made it reasonably okay.
0: Yeah. Um, and again, I mean, there's some things of... you couldn't fix, but you know, there was, <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, what the guy did was just condense it down into a really gripping story, which was like it just it's so much better. And it's just, it's unusual how they kind of think, you know, that I mean, all the sort of Star Wars movies are on hold at the moment after you know, Solo. Oh, bombed. God. <laughs> but again, you'd think to yourself that they want to get bums on seats, you know, Maverick is made. Like well over a billion now in the box office, and so there is the opportunity there. Was, but again, it was
1: just barely two hours. I I don't think it was yeah. much longer. I, but I mean, they told I was the story say maybe a little bit over, but you maybe, know. But again, but, and they told the story. It was like men doing manly things. It was only a couple of females and couple of females, was, and, and they didn't treat them any tried. differently. No, you know, yeah. Tal- I should say talented people doing talented things. Yeah. Um, and doing their best and not caring about the message. And yeah, exactly. it wow, makes it Wow, a look at so, how much money it made. I think I a, really think a, Maverick is a I think between Maverick and this election, there's like three things that are gonna happen. Um, and Maverick is one of them, as far as that switch turning where people just finally say, Enough. Enough yeah. of all this nonsense. Zaslav is coming in. We'll see what he creates. Maverick makes a billion. I think it's close to two billion now. I mean, it was just it just it's a ridiculous
0: amount of money. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> then you've got, uh, you know, Trump getting raided. I think that that was a red pill for a lot of people. Because I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm reading people who hate Trump going, wait a minute. <laughs> what we did? Yeah. What are you? Are you nuts? You know. And then, and, and if this election is as bad as it as they think it's going to be for the establishment, because there were a ton of Republicans who got removed that voted for impeachments. And, and like I want to say, establishment crony politician. Right. Not. Right. I, I'm trying not to talk in parties here. I don't give a fuck about parties. Here. You're either the ones in power who tried to gain value for the system or your people are like, hey, I just want to be left alone and I want to make sure yeah. others get left alone. Um, you know, so, you know, we may look back on 2022 at these things. And I think Maverick is one of those things because I think I think Hollywood is still looking at this going mean, what? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. I
1: mean, it's I, like because it has I'm no 20... mess- it, it, it It's not anti-message. It just has
0: one message. Maverick needs to go do this thing. Well, it was it was, you yeah, well, I was going to say it was kind of going back to that old school process of main protagonist has to do something. Hmm. Yeah. Gosh. I, I, I you remember that. We're
1: telling yeah. you an actual story that has to do with the characters and their internal struggles. Not your internal struggle, Mr. Yeah. Twitter, Roddy. You, we don't care about you. We care about this character. And they did that well. And
0: God bless you, Tom Cruise. You can, jump just, on, again, you can jump on Oprah's capital. I think we said it the other day. He is just a last action hero. I mean, the man is just interested in making great action movies, and he's doing it really, really well. I still rate the Mission Impossible series. Second one I have problems with, but the rest oh, are yeah. awesome. Yeah, obviously. Um, but, look, but I mean, again, it's a series, which I, the new ones, I'm going, oh, yeah, fancy that. Give J.J. Abrams um, credit
1: for, for reinvigorating that franchise.
0: Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's the way it goes, isn't it, with franchises, if one does well. I'm sure they said um, the other day that they're in talks now about um, Maverick 3 or Top Gun 3, obviously. Uh, um, I think it's – I just quickly looked it up. $1.4 is made worldwide, according to the IMDb at the moment. Well, hope, hope they so, don't wait
1: as long. I was to, see. I want to see <laughs> Maverick with wings and a jet on a wheelchair. Let's I, go! Remember
0: I, I remember when I used to I used to fly a plane. <laughs> Yes, Grandpa. Yes, he's, he's um, gonna
1: he's gonna be in a uh, he's gonna be in one of those rascal carts with a you know a guy behind him <laughs> his, <laughs> in Walmart eject eject they eject out of it a rascal <laughs> cart and get killed in the ceiling that'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> yes, I I know, I know you used to fly a plane. You've mentioned it before <laughs> and stuff. Oh, it's a shame. Um, and, and
1: Jennifer Connelly is there. She's like eighty, and she still looks as hot as ever. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, And you're still thinking, "No, I'd have a go." Yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd still have a I'd still have crack that? at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. silver I'd, fox. Yeah, <laughs> um, couple of others just to mention quickly. Uh, before you of, do,
1: I just want to take on. our one comment here. Uh, oh, Kurt says they might He's take. Gone, the, yeah, I'm sure he is, but I still want to. I, I still want to reference who it.
0: watching. Three watching. Hello, three people.
1: Or uh they may take the new Avengers film more seriously when that is released in five years. Um again. I mean of... if there is a you know, five years is a long time. So could they have a major change in leadership? Could they shake things up? Could they go, you know, as as these things I'm talking about now by 2026, 2027, could things change in Disney? Yeah, it's possible. I suppose. I, I never thought I'd see what's happening at Warner Brothers happen, but there you go. I mean, we may get
0: a you've whole got, new... I was going to say, you've got massive shoes to fill in, Kevin Fiage, Fiage. You know, you've... You, I mean, whatever.
1: How many times do we have to have... Listen, <laughs> to Mr. King's English. This is not hard. I, G, I, G.
0: Kev, as I know him... <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but We're I mean, like you've this. got
0: we, we, you've got massive shoes to fill because I mean that guy created genius, which I just don't think is going to be de- re- re- replicated for the next fifty odd years in what he did with Iron Man to Game. Well, I mean, I, mean, they, I think
1: I think I, somebody could do it if they're if they got
0: the right vision and if they're left the hell alone what I, what what i mean is is though is like we said earlier with with the samaritan that the whole superhero thing is kind of getting tired now you know that, that you know everybody wants do, oh, another superman and like i say if like they try to do it with the dcu and everything else the best thing they should do with the dcu is just put it on hold for 10 years and then reboot it i if i would no- like
1: to see it rebooted and i would like to see them just like you know what let's go back to basic just go back to You know, tights and, I mean, you know, like Christopher Reeve, but not, like, tone down some of the campiness, but just tell the basics, you know, don't put them in these weird suits. Don't do all this weird political nonsense. Don't try to make it for today's audiences. Do a classic stories
0: with... Sorry, we we just had another... Sorry, I, I, I am listening, but we just had another saying hello back. We've now got six six people watching. We've been on for an hour and three quarters, and now you people join. Okay,
1: all right. Where uh, were you two hours
0: ago? No, I want you to start
1: over from the very beginning. Let's talk
0: about She Hulk. Hello, we'll... and welcome to Outpost Frequencies. <laughs>
1: Start all over for the people that weren't here. Okay. This is going to take hello, a while. Hello,
0: everybody who is watching. Thank you for eventually joining us. This is going to be, be a very, to stream. very long stream now. We
1: have to do this you, all again. You will,
0: be able to, you will be able to catch the stream later um, once it goes live and stuff. But we've had an interesting chat about some movies, um, some new, some old. Uh, it's been quite good. And but not that we finished, because I do, I, I do want to mention another couple of 80s that I saw. I did do a review on the last movie thelastmovieoutpost.com of Zone Troopers. <laughs> which was it was one of those movies where it was kind of like Ed Wood that they put a lot of passion into it. But nobody was kind of really taking it that seriously. And it just turned out to be quite a good, quite a good movie in a bad way. Uh, I quite enjoyed it. And then the other one I watched, this was because of you and bloody Shaw mentioning it, um, Caddyshack 2, which I'd never seen before. And all I can say is Jackie Mason is no Rodney Dangerfield. No. (laughs) i
1: I don't, um, know, I don't know i don't know i i don't know if there's like arsenic in the squirrels that he eats but it's <laughs> uh, how he can think the caddyshack Two is better than caddyshack is beyond me. i mean no. i'm sorry that's just that's just
0: there's there like, are some good lines in it like he said i like the fact when he said oh my mother was was half Irish, half Jewish, and half thing. That's a lot of halves. She was a big woman. Yeah, <laughs> you know there are I, there are some good lines in it. But
1: there are occasional good uh, lines, but for the most part, that movie is ass. And it's like, I understand that movies are subjective, but in this case, Sean, you are are wrong.
0: Sorry,
1: you're just wrong.
0: I, yeah, I've got to go with that as well. Like I say, yeah, the, the the second one was it was entertainment. But if you if if it's kind of gunpoint, which one are you going to watch? You're going to watch Caddyshack again. Oh yeah. The obviously a bona fide class another one of the 80s that I've watched which I I think I have seen but not for a long time was Arena where where the guy ends up fighting aliens in like the arena and again it was it was just it was. I liked it terrible. better it was called Predator <laughs> No, this was nowhere near the level of Predator. It was what I liked about it was is is how every now and then you had complete and utter plot exposition. Like for example, you know these two fighters would fight, and then there's like this robot voice that goes, "There is a uh, a waitlist system so that you know there's a handicap system and everything else." So it explains how you know this puny little human can fight this massive. Twenty tentacled creature, and because you're thinking, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get slaughtered. But no, there's a handicap system, and it's like, oh, right. And then later on, it's kind of, oh, well, you owe us money because of so and so and so and so. Everybody got that? Got that at home, right? <laughs> you know, like the way they were sort of doing the plot. It was yeah, it was quite quite entertaining. It's like, in a it's ter-
1: like he's he's this regular guy, and he has to fight this giant tentacled, you know, monster that weighs you know four thousand pounds. He's like, I have a chance. Oh, we have a handicap system. What has he got? But well, he's got a gun. Oh gone. I, I, I wanted to I wanted to bring up this um this list that we that Mr. Stark published. The top twenty five films of the nineteen forties.
0: That came in from a reader, didn't it?
1: Uh did it? I'm oh sure. yes. Yeah, so it was bourgeois scum. I my bad. Yeah. Uh yeah. okay. Um I I I read through this list. Um, one, there's several on many, at least half that I have never seen, and I want to I want to give them a try. Um, or I saw the remakes, like I saw the remake of Catwoman or Cat People, which I hear is terrible.
0: Oh, the original is fantastic. I watched it last year; it's brilliant.
1: Uh, of course, Pinocchio is very good. Um, never saw Lost Weekend or Might Heat. I think I saw the Grapes of Wrath as part of a school assignment, and I don't. <laughs> You know, it's like one of those things, and it? it's
0: like yeah. it's like Shakespeare over here. Yeah, you get to study Shakespeare because yeah, grapes of wrath is one of those uh, one of those Mad- things.
1: Fantasia, I do like for what it is. Um, His girl Friday, it's one of those. that should be like on my list, and I've never seen it. i uh, never heard of the man, Magnificent Amberson, uh, Arson Wells. Suspicion, don't know about that one. Uh, Maltese Falcon, pretty, pretty good, but I I don't think it's as good. I thought it would
0: be better. I haven't seen it in a long time, and I remember watching it many years ago and just not really rating it, so I've never gone back to it. I I liked it, but I didn't,
1: you know... I had higher expectations because of such a classic, that is, and I was kind of like, that was was okay. Uh, The Life and Death of Colonel Blimp, I've I've never heard of that, but just based on the title alone, I must see it. (laughs) Uh, The Bank Dick, and it seems the picture he shows looks like a guy actually trying to fuck a bank it's weird uh wc <laughs> w. fields w. C. fields yeah uh the black narcissus which i've They've never they just I've, remade that on the yeah. bbc over here i've heard of it never I've, seen it hmm. double indemnity uh i know the thing you know i'll kill your husband you kill my wife
0: but no uh, that's him um, that's strangers on a train isn't it uh
1: well maybe what i'm yeah,
0: uh, I'll Barbara Stanwyck and, and to, her smokiest
1: who's Fred McMurray's insurance agent to help her take out insurance on her husband, but to help her yeah. kill him. Uh, he, oh, okay, so yeah, I, I'm i thinking that I Trained. different Different one. Treasure of Sierra Madre, very, very good. I think it's been, I think my only gripe with Treasure of Sierra Madre, which is not its fault, is that I've seen it redone so many times without actually having seen the original. Well, you know... They find the gold, and then they all go crazy and suspicious with each other.
0: Uh, okay. I've, ne- I've honestly never heard of it. Um, uh, that, uh, you,
1: I'm sure you've
0: seen a spin-off of it. It's it's
1: variations is- on this theme where, you know, people go to find the treasure, then they find the treasure, and then they're all looking at each other.
0: I, hell, they did. It's Oh, like, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Even
1: even <laughs> more so than that because <laughs> they, were, they never found the treasure. It took them forever to get to it. But... Um, like in Star Trek, they went and find uh, the sword of Kalis. And then when they found it, they all got suspicious to each other. You're going to take the sword for yourself. You know, it was all that kind of stuff. Um, number five, he put It's a Wonderful Life, which I would have rated higher than some of these others.
0: Yeah. it's. A, I, I still cannot watch It's a Wonderful Life without crying at the end because oh, it's yeah. just, it's so exactly. beautiful. Yeah.
1: Casablanca, I probably would have put it number one. I absolutely Again, love Casablanca. I, I don't like Casablanca. I've I I do admit that the flashback could be a little shorter in the middle. But other than that, I, I just think it's almost a perfect movie and I love I I you know to this day I still laugh. Um I mean genuinely laugh when he says when he closes down the the casino, where he closes down Rick's place because the Germans tell him to do it. He's like, why are you closing me down? He's like, I'm shocked, shocked to find that there's gambling in this establishment. And right on cue, one of his guys comes up and goes, here's your winning, sir. He goes, thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need to see it again because, I, like I said, I saw it many years ago, and I just don't remember rating it. Um, and maybe it just wasn't in the mood or whatever, but I need to give it another go, Casablanca.
1: Then he Then he has the third man. The Red Shoes. That is good. And Citizen Kane, which I still find Citizen Kane to be. I, I feel like you put it at the top because you're supposed to, not because it's necessarily the best
0: movie. Again, I've seen it and I just don't recall like it's, massively it's rating it. It's very, very good, but I for the time it was made, yeah. it's it's an incredible piece of movie making. But it's again, it's something I've never kind of returned to because I've just never felt the um. Need to. Leaving What's off, weird is that that oh, third man. Well, that's I didn't realize. I didn't realize that Carol Reed was a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always remember thinking that's quite impressive for for a woman back then to direct a movie as good as Third Man, and then it kind of had a picture of Carol Reed, and I'm going, who the hell's that? <laughs> I, was oh, that he what, I was irritated that he left.
1: I was irritated that he left. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington off the. And then I looked it up. It's like, oh, that's nineteen thirty nine. Thirty nine. What a hell of a year. That's a that's a year we I should revisit one day. Uh, there's a there's a ton of great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I just some of these I'm I need to watch, and some of them I'm
0: the less... speech. The speech in um, what's his name? The Great Dictator, where he gives a speech about equality and how people should be treated and everything else, is unbelievable for the fact that it was written in 1940 and, and yet it, now it's so unbelievably relevant to our time that we're living in it's incredible absolutely incredible
1: yeah it's sad that we've gotten dumber um
0: yeah i mean i don't know Idiocracy. any other way to
1: pass. yeah it, it really yeah. is i mean i'm i'm like we seem to be smarter back then i i know You put it in your Orville review. I put it in my my talk with Star Trek, the the Michelle, or not the Orville, but the Michelle Nichols retrospective we did right here on the last movie I'll post. Subscribe, share, leave us a comment. Uh, Where she said, we've learned not to fear words. I mean, it's like, it's funny how Mm -hmm. that that is starting to kind of become a meme or get into the consciousness. People are starting to see this and go, wait a minute. Why were we smarter
0: back in sixty eight? Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, if people got that far, because I'm sure that when Abraham Lincoln in the episode of Star Wars that we're talking about, referred to Uhura as a nigris. Was that the yeah. expression? Negress. Negress. But I mean, I'm imagining that some people that just immediately triggered them and then they completely missed what Uhura said in response to that. And whereas like say any intelligent days, person yes. would yeah, you know, but any intelligent person would look at it and sort of say, yeah, that is a point. It's just a word. You know, she, why should she be offended by it? My, uh, there's a great there's a, there's a comedian over here called Dave Gorman, and I remember saying, him saying that he was driving one day and he, he accidentally cut somebody up and this guy sort of pulled alongside him and he sort of said, he shouted at him, your mother's a whore. And Dave went, no, she's not. She's a baker. And it's kind of, he didn't take offence at it because it was kind of, but that's not true. So no you know and again because it's just words you know if that guy wants to think that his mother's a whore uh, let him you know it's just like one blow what does it matter (laughs) and like i say i always i always kind of remember that and like you say it, it again it was interesting how that whole that whole chat that whole thing was like i say that she didn't take offense at it because they had progressed to a point where they understood they didn't need to take offense at it
1: so i'm gonna wrap this up with uh a joke since you got to tell a joke i get to tell a joke uh first text message hi morris this is saul next door i've been riddled with guilt for a few months i've been trying to get up the courage to tell you face to face when you're not around i've been sharing your wife day and night probably more than you i haven't been getting it at home recently i know that's no excuse the temptation was too great i can't live with the guilt and i hope you'll accept my sincere apology forgive me please suggest a fee for usage and i'll pay you saul (laughs) <laughs> Morris, feeling enraged and betrayed, grabbed his gun, went next door, and shot Saul dead. He returned home, shot his wife, poured himself a stiff drink, sat down on the sofa. He then looked at his phone and discovered a second text message from Saul minutes after the first one. Hi, Morris. Saul here again. Sorry about the typo on my last text. I assume you figured it out and noticed the darn spell check had changed Wi-Fi to wife. Technology, hey? It'll be the death of us. <laughs>
0: That That is good. I like that. <laughs> that yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I've just reported it as well. We had a bot. We had a bot selling sex. I'll click the link later. I want some sex. <laughs> what, like together? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great line of The Simpsons where um, Mr. Burns goes up and he goes, um, Simpson, I want to be loved. Okay, I'm going to need some beer. Um. <laughs> 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 anyway, yes, let's wrap this up i um, take it away.
1: Yes, thank you for watching. This has uh, been another presentation of LastMovieOutpost.com, your home for movie news, streaming news, and all things cool about film. I have been Drunken Yoda. He is at Boba Phil. We are both on Twitter. I am at Drunken Yoda one on Twitter. And you can reach us at at lastmovieoutpost.com if you want to send us some information, a story, some interesting ideas, or if you have your own movie list you want to put out there for us to complain and bitch about, we'll be happy to do it. <laughs> you uh, can reach if, us. If you
0: find if you find a list that we actually like, you win a prize.
1: That's right. <laughs> you go to lastmovieoutpost.com, you'll find all our social pages as well there. We have uh, Instagram, Facebook. I think we're going to get ready to ramp up our Instagram a bit, aren't we? Do yes, something. yes. Um, we're going to try. And then, um, of course, every day we have brand new stories uh, detailing the latest and what's going on in the end. Most of it bad, of course, but we will do our <laughs> best to try to find the good stuff. So thank you very much for how watching. A,
0: how can a remake of Fletch be a bad thing? Anyway.
1: It's one of those, one of those <laughs> questions that kind of answers itself, doesn't it? <laughs>
0: If you check the website, you'll see what we mean, but yeah.
1: So, uh, Phil, got anything anything uh, final you want to wrap up with?
0: Uh, we're going to, we're, we're trying some new bits and pieces out, like uh, doing quick reviews. Um, if you check the channel, I've just done a quick review of Nope, uh, which does have spoilers, but um, that's kind of seems to be a, a, a nice way of getting movies across. And and this week I have been uh, editing together uh, our controversial movie list, and me and Sean this week are going to be doing the most controversial movie ever made. Yep, we're doing a Serbian film.
1: I thought I thought you were going to say uh, Captain Marvel, but okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> hey, look, you know, we're, we're sick, but we're not, we're like, not that twisted. Crazy. Yeah, God, yeah. God, Jesus. What it, <laughs> will you to
1: get sued? Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> I think that will do it for today. So thank you very much for watching and we
0: will see you on the next stream. Package stream starting. New base